Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news, discussion, and of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Also joining us is Evgeny. Hi, I'm Argent. Once again, brought to you by, I mean, bringing you an old-fashioned. Great. Uh, yep, mm-hmm. And also joining us is Katie. Hello, and Aeonine on the forums and Discord, and I am the audience stand-in who doesn't know anything for this episode. <laughs> yes, we, we are doing Words of Brandon today, and I, I do think it is better if we have not all people who are, like, super mechanically, like, you know, there, because then... We, we can have the audience stand in where you're like, I don't know what this is talking about. And then we can explain things. Yeah. And to make sure we don't just like get to a wobble, it's like we all that. All yeah, of we, us know, we know what's like, going on. And the, the, totally the comments are just like, I and have like, no just... context to any of this. This isn't in the books. What's going on? Yep. Yep. Uh, which is, is fair. Some of my favorite wobs are wobs where both the so both the questioner and brandon are referring not to something in the books but in a previous to a previous wab, wab yes <laughs> and there is there's this implicit understanding that they both have that they brandon's have. like oh yeah i did say that that said brandon remembering what he said is uh sometimes a high bar <laughs> okay so honestly we have a ton of words of brandon to get through I, I don't know if, it, just spoiler, I don't think there's any earth-shattering ones in here, so I don't even know what I'm going to make the YouTube title, but you, you'll find out, because I'll put it there. Mm -hmm. But I will say, we have a crap load of events, because we have not done Words of Brandon since JordanCon last July, so this is all the second half of 2021 there. Mm -hmm. And we did probably the most exciting Word of Brandon, and that was the source of last... Oh, last episode which was all on atium so the, these are all the other ones <laughs> basically all of february is is wobs there you go that's 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 what we're doing wobbuary wob, wob, wob. Wob, yeah that, yes. yes yes yeah, yeah yeah i was trying to do some like that and i'm not i'm not happy yeah with it. yeah all right let Let's get into it. And Ian, why don't you get us started off? So this first one is from the YouTube live, live stream 35. Oh, boy. From Brett Worthington. From September. From September. <laughs> um, at one point, I remember it being said that Roshar, Scadriel, and Cell are the three most important worlds in the Cosmere. But I can't remember if that was ever canonized, much less if it's still the case. Brandon. I would say that they are the most important, yes. Depends on how you'd count Yolen, where it all started. But I would say those narratives, those book series, are the pillars of how I envisioned the Cosmere. But there, there's lots of worlds that are important, and there are plenty of them that we haven't gotten to yet. I often talk about the Aethers, which are really relevant to the future of the Cosmere, but I have not managed to get them in a book about it, get them in a book about them yet. It will happen. Ooh, new worlds. Are we going to get that kite magic <laughs> with whimsy? That whimsy's a theory, obviously. That's... Oh, you know, spoilers, by the way. This, this is full of Cosmere spoilers. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, you, if, <laughs> if, if you're new to the show uh, of Words of Brandon, we, we got to talk about everything. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. Including uh, unpublished things like Aethers. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, but I haven't read Aethers, so... 
we we and don't usually I, talk about that because we have no, no 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 i i haven't i i am excited with the words of radiance leatherbound where uh people will finally get to read dragon steel prime and i'll actually Same. be able to talk about that mm. finally um, be able to talk about it yeah i'm excited to be able to read it yeah and maybe learn more about tamu Maybe. <laughs> Probably something, you know. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll be in there. But about this sort of Brandon, I I am excited to see other worlds in the Cosmere because I'm definitely worried that Brandon, you know, Brandon's been saying, ah, oh, you know, I got I to gotta write all these books. I got these big Cosmere books and I got to get it done before I die. And so that means I got to get on a schedule to get this done. Mm. And so I'm like, when, when are we going to see stuff about like, these these four shards that we got rid of them before. I want them to have cool planets. Mm-hmm. Sounds sweet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna be able to spend like a novel worth with each shard on their yeah. planet or one of their mm-hmm. planets. Yeah. Um I think it's more likely that some of them are gonna show up as like meddlers into other shards stories. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or it's like Mistborn Era four is like the space era we're gonna probably get a bunch of worlds i don't think Mm -hmm. era the space age mistborn novel is going to take place exclusively on schedule like it's got to go no no because that's the end of the cosmere right so like we're we're going to lots of places it's gonna be schedule just secretly colonized whimsy's planet sure Mm -hmm. i mean probably yeah not impossible that's very plausible um but but brennan having said that he like recently has he's recently there's been an uptick in ether mentions in yeah. wobs in the past year or yes, so because brennan's made some breakthroughs behind yeah scenes. i'm excited for those to wind up in the books yep. so we can actually like read and talk about them yeah yeah know things mm-hmm. and if you want to know about aethers before Brandon had that breakthrough. You can go to 17char.com and request the manuscript of Aether of Night, and we'll get it to you like in two weeks. Uh, eventually. Eventually, because we have to manually send it out. But but that that's obviously pre whatever Brandon's breakthroughs are on like how it works. So it, it will probably work nothing like it is in that unpublished manuscript. All I know is that there's Amberite, and it, it has something to do with armor. Let's not spend five minutes per wob. Yes. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And and move on to the next question, which now comes from the fan mayo slash uh, Halloween stream. Oh right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. That Brandon did, and Emily was also there, and they are dorky, and I love them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hill asked about why gems crack when stormlight is drawn out of them quickly. Uh, we see that in the prologue of The Way of Kings and then in a few other places throughout the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brandon says, when Stormlight's coming out, you notice there's a, the slightest physical presence of lots of sprints, Sions. A lot of this investiture does have a physical side to it that you can feel. Um, and that much Stormlight coming through, like when it's leaking out, it is generally going through micro cracks in the structure where the crystal lattice didn't line up or flaws in the structure. I'm not going to finish my sentence because I'm Brandon Sanderson on a live stream. <laughs> and it coming out quickly like that, it's like hitting it with a hammer from inside along those fault lines. Much less likely to happen based on how good the gemstone is. 
Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, it kind it, of it, does. It does, and it's it's one of those things where it's like I never really thought too much about it because mm. like okay, like that's just a thing that happens, but like the fact that there is an actual like logical explanation like is why I love Brandon's works. So yeah. I guess with like soul casting, why the gems break in soul casting a lot specifically is like you're getting a lot of stormlight out super quick. I guess. Mm-hmm. I I think that's possible. Yeah. Yep. I guess. So like if it goes if it goes slowly, it's kind of like a a river that can follow mm. a path, right? But if you just yank the stormlight out, it breaks. The, Does that the even gem- work though? Because Pre- Calvin just. Breeze all the parshani like the stormlight in their gemstones and their beards. I mean, maybe well, it's like I guess it's just more likely to break the more often you do that. Okay. Like it's not like pull it out like every gem is going to shatter. It's just like yeah, you keep doing it. It's like it's going to be bad for the gemstone. Well, but. it just seems like with soul casters, like replacing the gems seems to be pretty regular. But yeah, probably because it's like being pulled out abruptly every single time. Sure. Okay. Cool. And starts automatically glazing over whenever stuff like this gets talked about. But all of this does make sense. What, what if we what if we talk about soul casting? Let, let, let's talk in depth about how much we don't know about soul casting because that is still a lot. Oh man, I love talking okay. about things we don't know about. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, Eni, your question is about puppies. Yeah. Yeah. From the same one, the same live fan mail opening. We have Robert who asks, it, or, or who says, it is established in the Way of Kings that standard shard plate forms to fit the wearer perfectly. Would this work if you put it on a dog or a horse? <laughs> Brandon says, uh, within reasonable limits, how about that? Depends on the size of the dog or the horse. There are dogs that you could fit shard plate with. There are probably horses that you could too. Emily then says, but there would be axe hounds, right? And Brandon says, yeah, if you brought a dog to Roshar, like, they would call it an axe hound. Nice. And this just makes me envision, like, Radiant's um, putting shard plate on their dogs yeah. and s- bringing them into war with them. And that's amazing. That's, Thank you. That's very plausible. I'm happy with that. I think there's another word of Brandon that. about uh, putting shard plate on things. And Brandon was like, well, there are some limits. Uh, I don't remember where that is in this giant document, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, you Probably have your horse all in perfect armor. Easy. Loosely, like, basic quadruped, like, body arrangement mm-hmm. of a human. I think it's going to be more about general size, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think you're going to struggle putting, you know, a shard plate on, like, a, a tiny, like, on a chihuahua or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you just get Kaladin. You just you just put a bracer on the Chihuahua, <laughs> and it morphs onto the Chihuahua. Easy, easy peasy. All right, now we're getting into Fanex. We're still in September, uh, and so there's lots of words of Brandon from Fanex. My friends and I have been endlessly debating whether Wit knew what happened to him at the end of Rhythm of War when he said that went exactly as I planned. Uh, if he knew he was gonna get duped if he got hornswoggled. Brandon, he legitimately got hornswoggled. 
One of the opening chapters of the next book is going to be him realizing that. There's a little teaser for you. Okay, so let me let me also read the next one because that's also related. Uh, where the questioner asks, will you give us a spoiler without context for the next Stormlight book? Brandon, let's see if I can think of one. This is usually pretty hard for me. Let's see. Wit's very annoyed. He often is. Yeah, actually, I, I do think he would be very annoyed about being hornswoggled. Yeah. He's usually the one doing the hornswoggling. That's, that's true. That is true. <laughs> I am very excited to, to see this scene in, in early so book five. It's gonna be so good like and but he might not remember the specifics as to what exactly happened right yeah i don't think he, he would no he's he probably not right I, yeah. I i think the way this is gonna play out is design is gonna say something uh and is gonna be like wait what that's not how things went down and and they will come to realize that something went terribly wrong at some point He'll he'll notice maybe notice that some of his breaths are missing notice mm-hmm. maybe that there's something of a weird blank spot in his memory mm-hmm. oh no oh you, you can always tell when brandon has decided this is this is the thing in the next book and now i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna blab about it it's like yeah well yeah what's what's gonna be annoyed i've 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 determined this is going to be one of the opening few chapters somewhere in there i'm so excited for stormlight 5 guys it's gonna be so good no kidding it's gonna be so great the, the next question from Fanex is are the intents of all the shards related to the individuals who were involved in the shattering? Brandon, related to <laughs> slightly, but not as much as you probably would think. <laughs> yeah, by the way, if you ever ask Brandon related to, Brandon's like, well. Technically. Yeah. Everything is related in the Cosmere. Like, in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. In uh, the same universe. Yeah, they're related. They're related. <laughs> so not as Connection. much as we think. Yeah. What I think that's what I think he's implying there is that it's not like some destiny connection spiritual bond where they were always like, yeah, of course they're related to the individuals. It's more like like maybe for example, Addie took up ruin. Because he was kind and he was like, I don't want anyone else to have this. So, like, the intent is related to him because he chose it, but maybe not, it wasn't like he, like, it couldn't have gone a different way or something like that. I think that's yep. close to how it's going to end up being. Yeah, it's like the impression, like, I'm getting from the questioners, they're like, did, did we get those specific intents because of the people who took them up? Like, it's like, which... Mm, I, no, because it's not like Atium took up a shard and it became the Ruin shard because that's who Atium yeah, right, is. Right, right, it's like, yeah, yeah. But we did have a no. word of Brandon a while back that said that Adenelsium could have shattered differently, yeah, with different yeah. intents. Yeah. So, like maybe if, like whatever process that is, like there, there's mm-hmm. different ways to do it. Yeah, but it's not like they didn't. The shards didn't get their intents from the vessels i think yeah is yeah more yeah what he's yeah. going for here. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. laris some... was not known as some great preserver or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll we'll see eventually in three decades <sighs> if we're lucky speaking of yolan ah, where the shattering took yeah. place uh somebody asks what are dragons like uh one of the three 
sapient races on Yolen. Yes. And Brandon says, in the Casimir, they are sneaky and long-lived. <laughs> Will they have wings? Chimes in another question. And Brandon says, they do have wings, depending on what form they're in. They are natural shapeshifters. And our first questioner follows up with, are they cognitive shadows or are they people? And they're, they're people. Dragons are people. People. This is discriminatory against cognitive shadows. <laughs> Some uh, cognitive shadows are people. Or are they magical constructs? Magical constructs can be people. <laughs> can they, though? They're just the echoes, and they think that they're the real people, but they're just chunks of magic that happen to think that they think. I feel like what is meant is like, are they mortals without the restrictions of obviously? Yes. So but, yeah, uh, I don't know if we knew for a fact they were natural shapeshifters. Like, I don't think we knew whether that's an ability that they had learned. Um, mm -hmm. it, apparently, it's natural. That yeah. doesn't surprise me at all. I think that's what everyone had been assuming. Yeah. Anyway, very dragony thing. Yeah. So this still leaves the door open to Cosmere dragons being more influenced by Eastern, like, Earth dragons as opposed to Western ones, right? That's um, probably a variety, though, right? I would like there to be a variety. Although knowing Brandon um, and just... <sighs> it, it seems like dragons are kind of the one traditional fantasy trope that, yes. like he wants and likes so i i have a suspicion we're gonna get western dragons it, there are dragon steel prime sample chapters where there you you, you can yeah. see a dragon and it, it's it's definitely the traditional western yeah. sort of dragon yeah that yeah, one. yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but that's but, also prime yes yeah i mean yeah who, who the hell knows what's gonna be canonical there because you know that that version of Dragonsteel just has bridge four and the shadow plains is on yolan yep it's very different the questioner asks, is Talon still part of the Oath Pact? Brandon says, the Oath Pact has been broken. There's a ghost of it in existence, fragments, but the death of Jezreen has broken the Oath Pact. More than death, super death. Super death. Oh, super, super death. death. The, the questioner says, is that in the books? Should I know that? Brandon thinks they mean Jezreen and says, yeah, he's at the end of Oathbringer. His soul gets sucked by the knife they give to Moash. The questioner says... I didn't know it ended the Oath Pact, though. Brandon says, Yes, that did break the Oath Pact. If one of the Fused were to die, they would be reborn immediately. The Oath Pact is a goner. They would have to form a new Oath Pact or something like that. The questioner says, Before it was broken, was Town still involved with it? And Brandon says, Yes. That's very interesting because, like, we see down our touching nail and, like, there's still the like I, super I guess that's weak the strength. ghost of it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right, about. right, right. But the, also... The corpse like, of the Ulf Pact. When he says, if one of the fused were to die, they would be reborn immediately. It's like, but they're still like respawning back on Braze. Apparently. Because yeah. that's so, what happens to Lesian. And it's like... Yes, um, and they need to and, be brought back, yeah. Say, I have a noob question. Okay. Is the Oath Pact the thing the thing connecting the heralds and is that the only thing connecting the heralds where they can like sense each other is that what the oath pact is that what's doing that that's what Boy. we thought was doing that as far as we know mm -hmm. okay and that's what we are saying that dalinar saw specifically in the present time as it, opposed to a vision of the past it has to be the present time because 
he sees only eight other links. He doesn't see a line to Jezrian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alrighty. Just making sure that I'm not missing anything big there. Yeah. It is very interesting to me that Brandon says if one of the fuse die, they would be reborn immediately. Because he seems to be saying that as kind of a, a follow-up to the oath pact the oath pact is broken, therefore the fused would return or get reborn immediately. Which conversely suggests that if the oath pact had not been broken, they would not be able to come back immediately. Sure, yes. Right, 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 right. And so I know we've, on multiple episodes in the past, uh, we've, we've struggled with the idea that during past desolations, like what stops the fuse that get killed on Rashar from just coming back? And so maybe there is a provision in the Oath Pact that doesn't delay their return from Braze to, to Roshar, it delays their respawn on Braze to begin with. Possibly. But like, I, I feel like it's, Brandon has described like the mechanism that stops the fuse from returning to Roshar specifically is like, all of the um, heralds are supposed to die and go back to Braze as well to like hold them there. Apparently, Ishar did something so that only Taln had to do it the last time, but... Oh, and we also know that, that Lesion has actually come back, like, within the same desolation, most likely. Well, mm-hmm. but but also, Leshwi came back even before they killed Yezrian at the end of Oathbringer. Like, because Moash killed Leshwi, right? Yeah, but like that, that... is also weird... Yeah, it's just like because like we've also been attributing a lot of like the fused respawn weirdness to the Everstorm. Yes. So it's just like because the storm says like, that they don't go back to Braze, right? In yeah, like, that Oathbringer chapter thirty nine. Yeah, I think this is like we because we still haven't gotten like the backstory of the heralds and the Oath Pact. Is like we still really don't understand what it does. Really, like we've gotten a lot of pieces, and like not all of them seem to fit together. I think we're going to do an episode uh, maybe not too long away where we need to talk about the new Oath Pact Herald Desolation stuff in Rhythm of War because there's there's a lot of factoids together and Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do an episode on that. Schedule it for 2023 when we have free time. No, 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 no. That's actually relatively soon on the list actually it's this year oh is it yeah yeah no it oh, is. okay it we is. have it that is. one's good put down yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah no that that's one i've wanted to talk about since rhythm of four came out uh it's all the herald stuff where we get to do all our arguments about the heralds and desolations and how does the hide and seek game go on braze like what what does that mean and all the new herald stuff so that'll all come soon i think cool so now uh, Tim asks, Nightbud's intent is to destroy evil. Since it consumes investiture, does it view investiture as evil? No, it does not. Nightblood has trouble deciding what is evil. It is getting better more and more, but it wouldn't view investiture itself as evil. Hmm. Nightblood's getting better at telling what's evil? Where's, where's that, Brandon? Where's I... that showing up? <laughs> Right, so is I, it I, is it doing that? 
we we don't we don't see that in the books. I don't think, but mm-hmm. it's it probably has to do with just Nightblood itself getting more invested, and and mm-hmm. getting closer to being a thing that is alive. Okay, mm, I don't know about that. No, no, maybe I I can see maybe like oh it's like one percent better at determining what is evil, but it was at like a five percent. And so, like, not really much of a difference. Like, ooh, if you, even if you're up to ten and fifteen percent, then it's like, wow, you're you're a lot better. But you know, you're you're still really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> still ninety percent of the time, you're not getting it. Yeah. I I think it it's just I think it's more that as time goes on, Nightblood will you know be learning things and understanding things more. Uh, but. Also, it's difficult for Nightblood to change and, like, understand the passage of time and things, right? So, it's going to be a long process, I think. Mm -hmm. So, next up, the questioner asked, like, because Zahel was specifically invested when he died, he became that other soul. Does that mean that Elend wasn't actually... Trails off. Brandon, Zahel is a special case. What happened with him is, on his planet... He was specifically chosen by the shard to be returned. That happens. You don't have to be specifically invested for that. The god gives them that. Now, to become a cognitive shadow, which is what certain people in the Cosmere are, you need a powerful amount, an enormous amount. Questioner, so not the bead of Lorassium. Um, Brennan, not just being a Mistborn, not just... He wasn't even close to being where he needed to be, huh. if you want to end up as a cognitive shadow. You need to do some special hoops. We're we're talking drawing forth the power of a shard or being endowed with the power of a shard or a certain number of breaths would do it. There is a threshold that you could get. You're going to end up as a cognitive shadow. That is very interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on on Threnody? Well, that's, that's I mean, Chris that's a very weird. That's very true. <laughs> Threnody is on the list as well, but I don't I don't think that will be a soon episode, but Yeah. I, I do want to say like Naz talks about there are like rights involved with becoming a cognitive shadow and he's yeah. a Threnodite. What that yeah. means we don't know. All the shades are just super ambitious to become cognitive shadows and sure. <sighs> it just works out. Uh, but this this is a nice little summary of mm-hmm. how cognitive shadowism works. <laughs> shadowism. <laughs> um, yes. You you die, and if you are very 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 invested at the time of death, uh, you get to stick around. Um, yeah. Ellen does stick around for a bit, uh, and that was presumably because Vin was actively juicing him up just before that. No, I think Alamancers would stick around. Well, they, yeah, they like do he, stick around, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he oh, stuck really? around an unusual amount for, like, no. where mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, no, like, I, I don't like think what, so. Like, his person. Yeah, and, like, as we saw in Secret History, like, Preservation had to do a very specific thing to get Kelsier to be a Cognitive Shadow, right? And and Yes. And there, there's, there's an entire other aspect of being a cognitive shadow is that getting a body back. And so, like, there's uh, other prerequisites and things where shades are weird, but the heralds are weird in a different weird way, and the fused are also different in another different weird way. Mm-hmm. And so is Kelsier. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have no idea how that, one, that worked with Kelsier. So, fun. Lots of weirdness. We don't really know the details, but... <laughs> 
It depends. All right. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about Yasna. Uh-huh. Uh, she was in Shadesmar for kind of a long time, says questioner Anonymous. Brandon confirms. Did she go somewhere and get other investiture? Uh, and Brandon says, she did not manage to get off world. Good question. She's becoming Cosmere aware, but really it's through Hoyd. Before, she didn't really have very much awareness of that. Uh, how did she survive? Like getting stuff to eat and stuff. You can get it if you know what you're doing in Shadesmar, which is, I think, consistent. Like we see, yeah, I think, you can trade for it in, stuff. in yeah. Celebrant. Uh, she's pretty resourceful, huh? She is pretty resourceful. Most of the time, you're going to have to trade for it. Yeah. Uh, there's actually caravans that go through Shadesmar. They almost always stop at Rashar to resupply through the Horn Eater Peaks. So if you know what you're doing, you could trade for food. They have food in a lot of the way stops and the cities and things like that because humans are coming through and it's a thing they can trade them. A lot of those canned goods, says Questioner, those coming from Scadrial? If it is canned, it's coming from Scadrial at this point. Teldane probably has the same technology at that point, but Teldane is closed. So the cans are coming from Scadrial. Yep. That was interesting. I don't know if I have like anything to say, but that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of neat things, right? Yeah. Though, so, like, that implies that like the perpendicularity on Scadrial is open and known. It's not hidden away somewhere. Yeah, at, at least among world hoppers. Like if they're shipping food from Scadrial at the time of West. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there must be right. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. there, there might be like a company or an organization that controls that. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have the yeah the Scadrian Mercantile Exchange, and they are. They're like, they're, there's 17, 17 is a terrible number to use as a random number here. There is <laughs> 23, <to> 17 shard. <laughs> there's there's yeah. 23 people on Scadrial that know where the perpendicularity is and they've set mm -hmm. up camp around it on both sides and no one else knows and they just like buy canned food because they're like, oh, we're very hungry. We need a lot of canned food. And then secretly they smuggle that out of the planet and sell it in silver light or whatever mm -hmm. we're very hungry let me just buy tons and tons of stocks of food that's my but like excuse. I, I feel like at that like corporate scale like that those kinds of orders aren't that unusual yeah. so it's like it it does make sense like how that could be like disguised like at least in, like in like scadri the scadrian economy yeah i was gonna say we do know that the Ghostbloods are pretty interested in trade and trade across realms and across that's worlds. That's true. Mm -hmm. So that's and they're they're interested in trading investiture and stuff. And I I think they would might be interested in trading food. And their leader is a Scadrian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Like, it, it's not surprising that there would be a perpendicularity on Skadriel. I think it's just an open question of one perpendicularity, two perpendicularities? What's going on with that? And we have Three no perpendicularities? Huh. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, I mean, do avatars get perpendicularities? perpendicularities. Sure. Um, 
worth noting that they are apparently not like super public knowledge because mm-hmm. Era 2 does take place uh, between Stormlight 5 and 6, as far as we know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like the nobility of Elendil, uh, as as represented by Wax, doesn't know about yeah. off-world trade and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people yeah, probably do, but... Wax yeah. doesn't. And like the Kandra probably oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. are very well aware of it. They probably um, know exactly where the perpendicularity is, right? <laughs> like that seems likely. Yeah. Alright. Questioner asks, is Chris going to make her appearance on Roshar? Brandon. So far she's had Nazda that, but she's in Shadesmar or has been in Shadesmar at various points, so it's entirely possible. He lets Naz do the hard jobs. Lover. Smart yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Chris. I don't know if the 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 final desol the the true desolation is the best time to be you know going yeah. through a perpendicularity to Roshar. So uh, have fun with that. Mm-hmm. But clearly, there must be some way for Naz and Chris to communicate uh, at long distances, right? Like they might have a Theon. Like that. So that's, that's, true. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, that's very plausible. Can be my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe a Tamukek. Or maybe a Tamukek. Yeah, sure. Why not? Sure. This next one asks Shalon has two spren. I assume the shard blade she is using in Words of Radiance is pattern. But had she sworn the third ideal at that point? Brandon, I will get this whole timeline explained for you. It's really intricate, though. Yeah, we, we did an entire episode on Shalon's past, and we we debated a long time which shard blade Shalon used for what. And uh, yeah, Brandon, I would really like to to know that. Uh, can that be in the Ars Arcanum of just like <laughs> timeline? Just Chris Chris writes a page that starts yeah. with. This is just like this is important. Shalon Shalon Devar, very important person on Rashar. But boy, does she have a confusing past. Yeah, I'm glad we will get it explained. I'm still worried it's not going to come together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm legitimately worried. I am looking forward to that. And the medallions diagram thing, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Those two, Brandon, and, and Nalthus essay. Just that's Nalthus the, the essay. Yeah, Nalthus essay. What's that cognitive Nalthus anomaly? Yeah. <laughs> Until we think of another thing. Yeah, yeah. This next questioner asks, like, does Invisiture exist without connection? Brandon, yes, but it's very hard to make. You see them making it in Rhythm of War. Some shows up in the next Wax and Wayne too, but it's a process to make it. Huh. So this is very interesting to me. This is one of my favorite questions in this whole thing. Uh, Okay, do explain. (laughs) No. Okay. Um, All right, next one. Investi- <laughs> investiture without connection. So this, so this has to be talking about how Navani puts uh, void, light void light in in vacuum and and manages to isolate the void light from Odium's tone yeah. and rhythm. Somehow. And then some, somehow. Science. Um, science. Magic science. Mm-hmm. And then is able to reconnect capital C the light to Odium, but like in an in a but upside with a, down with a different well, upside down. Yeah, she reverses the yeah, player. Yeah. Right? Yes, <laughs> sure. Uh, so 
I, I so I'm I'm really curious whether anti void light is still connected to Odium because I feel like it has to. Like I I, I feel like investiture or at least lights in this case has like three different ways of being connected right you have the regular connection which is void light you have unconnected or disconnected light which is it is still odium's it is still investiture that came from odium but it is not at this moment connected to him and then you have the anti void light or the anti-investiture, which is once again maybe connected to the parent, to, to its shard, but that connection has a different shape, uh, uh, upside down or reverse direction or whatever. It's definitely a reference to pure unkeyed door here. There Later is. In this. There is. Uh, there, there's we'll a couple of places. What does it mean? What does that mean? Okay. What is yeah, key? Yeah, it's like. What does that mean? Because it's like I don't think like you can turn stormlight into anti void light. So it's like yeah, right, yes. It, like so it's like even though it's like it's getting like unattuned to honor and like reattuned to honor or like any given shard, it's like it's still part of like it. It's still connected though, like because it's it's still Isn't like. It? I, well, Maybe like it's more it, of a lower C be. connected, right? So yeah, if, like, if if honors investiture is squares and Odium's <laughs> investiture is triangles, you can't turn squares into triangles. You can recolor the squares <laughs> in, in different colors. You flip the triangle upside down. Right, but, it, but it's still a triangle, right? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, a, if a you red... put two triangles together, it makes a square. Okay, that's... Depending on the triangle. We're getting into investiture molecules here. That's Let's not go there. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that's horrifying. That thought is horrifying. <laughs> so I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, so I, I think... I, I think there are two properties, uh, at least that are relevant to this, right? One of them is the inherent which shard does the investiture come from, and the other one is which shard is this investiture connected to, or or rather, how is this investiture connected to its shard? Yes. And so you can, you can play with the second one, mm-hmm. and maybe you can play with the first one, but we haven't seen an example where that is possible. Usually when we talk about con- converting like breaths into stormlights or whatever, we are talking about not directly converting breath into stormlight. We're talking about converting these two into fuel that somebody can use. Mm-hmm. Sure, right. Yeah, or like yeah, fueling yeah. other magic systems with like power sources that weren't necessarily sure. designed. Sure, for yeah, yeah. And so maybe it's possible to... So, so here's the thing, right? I think if you can convert the investiture from one shard into another. That is starting to approach the realm of like shard assimilation. Oh my God. Because the the end game of that is you turn all of ruin into preservation, right? Mm -hmm. And me, I'm like, I just don't think that should be possible. (laughs) Yeah, like it. Like, I don't think that should be like, allowed to happen mm-hmm. and, and 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 i think i agree mm-hmm. 
know whether or not I want it, but I definitely think it's possible. I don't think that's like too weird for you to be able to unkey or whatever, unkey the investiture and make it just <laughs> Careful like with that word. your unkey. investiture. Are, are we really unsealing the investiture? <laughs> <laughs> right. No. But, no. But this is this is this is actually an excellent point to bring up. Right. Yeah. Medallions, uh-huh. uh, because we have something similar going on there with unsee uh, with unsealed and unkeyed mm-hmm. uh, metal mines. Uh huh. Yeah. I. I mean, th- those words are there, kind of. They, they are. They are there. At yeah. At least unsealed. Um, is- it, not in the books, but it's Wob. It's in one book. Your book. <laughs> it's in one book. <laughs> Signed in your book, but not tested yes, in the book. Um, no, maybe, maybe, maybe right that's not such a great example. There. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's um, that was a narrative book. God, investiture molecules. That is a terrifying thought. And, and well, like, but that's 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 what harmony is essentially, right? Ruined piece of ruin investiture and piece of 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 preservation investiture. And that's intermingling, yeah. yeah. And they, they are they are harmonized. Oh. And, and I mean harmonized as in like synchronized. They are the, oh, the same no. way that you have a hybrid rhythm in Rhythm of War. Harmony is exactly that, right? Yeah. I hate this. Like, I hate this. Like that makes perfect sense. But yeah. I don't think it's like you can't make ruin into preservation. Like you can like combine it, uh-huh. but you can't make it, yeah, a different thing because uh-huh. like that different thing is fundamentally different. Yeah. I, I I think I'm with you on that one. All right, maybe it's time to move on from. Yeah. The- <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I guess we'll learn something in the next wax and wane. Apparently, somehow. Apparently. Okay. Let's uh let's not get any more confused by that. Although this is really interesting to me. And uh, go to a place where there's no confusion whatsoever. None. None whatsoever. About what happened or anything, yeah. On Threnody, uh-huh. <laughs> is it possible for non-intelligent creatures to become shades? Don't we? Don't we see one of them? Uh, do we? Not sure. I don't think so. Theopolis. I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shadows for silence jokes. Put your comments below if you remember that Theopolis is a character in the Cosmere. Put put your comments below. Do you do you know who that is? I'm I'm curious. Just yes. anyway. Anyway, uh, is it possible for non-intelligent people creatures to become shades? Uh, it is possible. It just doesn't happen natively. What rights are you talking about, Naz, with uh, shades? That's really interesting. I want Dust Brigade. Give me Dust Brigade. Yeah. So combining this with with the bid from like Naz referring to rights. Uh huh. Yeah. He. So so what does he say? He says that there there are proper rights that must be performed or observed for somebody to become a cognitive shadow. I think so. Because like he's getting like persnickety about Kelsey or just oh right yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah 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 yo like this this is not the way to do it. Um, so, so is that a reference? So what do we think? Is that a reference to him going, oh, without the proper rights, people turn into shades, which are not like proper cognitive shadows? Or is he saying that the rights need to happen for people to turn into shades to begin with? 
So, so I have the quote if you want it. So Naz sure. says, "One doesn't merely decide to become a shadow. Please make that with the Boromir meme." <laughs> Just like I need that in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's an important right with requirements and traditions. This is this is this is a bother. That's what he says. Okay. <laughs> so I One think doesn't I'm merely towards... decide to be a shadow. I'm leaning towards the first one here. Shard's decision. Ooh, capital D. We should do a podcast on that. A shard's decision, capital D. Mm-hmm. We know so much about it. Let's let's get sixty minutes of content out of that one. That's word. that's not gonna be half shards version three point <laughs> Sorry. So what was the first thing versus the second thing? I so forgot which first things thing is, you're talking about. I, I I think some people on Threnody can decide to become proper cognitive shadows, mm-hmm. as opposed to like. Maybe, maybe you know, you're about to die. And your options are you can just die and risk becoming a shade or or nothing's going to happen because it's not guaranteed that you're going to turn into shade. Or you can undergo some rites that guarantee that you will not become a shade. You will become a full cognitive shadow and you will remember who you are and like you will be aware and stuff like that. I guess. God, I'm so confused with these. I wonder if there's ever anyone who doesn't want either of those option and options and is like, kill me with silver or kill me with aluminum if I'm dying. But like, it only happens in the forests of hell. Like, what is going on here? Oh, that's true. That's weird. Because I mean, well, we don't know if like that would have happened in the homeland, but they just left because it was bad there. Well, the evil was there. Well, the evil was there. I mean, it doesn't sound nice, but like, it doesn't sound like shades are there because they named the other place hell. Yes. Oh my god, what is going on on Threnody? <laughs> my brain jumps to the entirely wrong homeland. So I'm reading oh, Hero the of Ages. Homeland? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, wait, how is that relevant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The homeland with What's the Adium. happening over there? Let's get Adium into this. That the will really clear warring. things up on Threnody. I mean, okay. there was a point in time where I'm like, it was a big question of like, what is Sazed doing with the extra ruin? Like in oh, Hamia? yeah, I'm throwing like, it in maybe Threnody, they, making shades. Sure. Like, maybe he's putting it around. directly into Nightblood. Easy. Mm. There's Great. no oh, there's a, mercy. There's a fun night next question later. Yeah. Next. Little Moss asks, What question about the Cosmere does Chris most want answered? Brandon says, She would want to know what happens in the beyond, followed secondly by, How can you get Stormlight off of Roshar? Chris, the ghost blood confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Um... I find the first part more interesting to me than the second yeah. part because, to me, this possibly s- potentially says things about Chris's character that she's yeah. interested in life mm. after death, in the potential of it. Maybe mm. she wants to know about specific people. Maybe she's just curious about these things that no one knows and no yeah. one really can know. As opposed to just like, well, yeah, basically everyone wants to know how you get Stormlight off of Roshar. <laughs> Anyone who's a yeah, world just, hopper yeah. is like, I'm very interested. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And Chris is such a mechanics focused person that like, yeah, she would probably want to know, like, what are the mechanics behind like those souls leaving? Because like I could clearly see what's happening right in the cognitive realm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. So the last fan X one that we have, obviously all the wobs are in Arcanum. You can check them out. Uh, we, we got to be really choosy when we're doing an entire half of the year uh, here. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if there's anything you can tell me about the Dustbringers. Brandon, let's say that the Dustbringers have the most variety among Knights Radiant. Them and the Will Shapers would be the ones that, personality-wise and things like that, you're going to find the most diversity. Dustbringers are famous for not agreeing with one another about almost anything. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's another reason why uh, they couldn't rename themselves to releasers, probably because <laughs> a ton of them are like, I like it this way. We're called Dustbringers. Yeah, no, it like, actually, probably. I'm yeah. very, very excited to see more Dustbringers and Will Shapers, like interacting with each other like that mm. because as we've gotten it so far the light weavers are not all the same but pretty similar the wind runners think pretty similarly it's it's a lot of like the same kinds of i want to see different orders interacting with each other and conflicting but i also i want to see different orders disagreeing on how to go about their own work i think that's really interesting and i really want to see that yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to get much of this in Stormlight 5, but like in the back half. Not not front half, probably. Yeah, not. no. Like, yeah. I feel like at this stage, we're kind of wrapping up Windrunners be sort of the main dudes, right? And the Lightweavers yeah, being the main light dudes. And the Lightweavers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it makes sense. Like, Brandon's got to come to a conclusion with Stormlight 5, and then mm-hmm. we'll get we'll get plenty more stuff. Also, Brandon can't write about Dustbringers because he'd have to figure out what Division does, but I'm sure he's thinking about it with Seth's book in Stormlight 5. Uh, so. Maybe Neo is just not going to teach him until the back five. <laughs> what a troll. That would be horrible. That would be awful. <laughs> so that wraps up Fanex. We're actually surprisingly making good time. That's that's actually great. Yeah. Um, now we're going on to the Dragonsteel Minicon in November where we have lots of things, but I do want to mention an important thing that basically all the words of Brandon from like now on are going to be paraphrased, uh, mm-hmm. unless it's like a public Q&A or something. Yeah, we do have like three, which yeah, we are have a like few signed aren't. books and stuff yeah. like that. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we know exactly the question and the answer. Uh, and the reason uh, is just that we just can't put recorders on signing lines uh, to get this, which mm-hmm. to, to be fair, recording laws, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> to, to be honest, that makes sense. That doesn't mean words of Brandon are going away. It just means we're back in you know 2012 era where you know people have to report their own everything is paraphrased yeah we were fine then it'll be fine um so that just means we can't nitpick brandon's uh phrasing because we will not know brandon's true phrasing so yeah we'll have to try and understand the intent capital i uh uh of brandon you know ahead of the time yeah but so this first one it is is verbatim. It's yep. from a signed book. Yep. Um, from this guy named Luz Theron Telescope. Oh, who's that Weird guy? name. Who's that guy? Weird I don't know. supposed to be Telemon. I know. I know. It's like, <laughs> e- e- are the Aethers native to multiple worlds? Brandon. Currently, no, but they have spread and they claim to be not from any world. What does it mean to be native to? <laughs> What does that mean? Lame. That's 
is that like divergent or convergent evolution? Like, how can they not be from a single world? Silver well, light. I, yeah, like, I feel like it's just <laughs> like it's not like, nice. More like, like, are any of the shards like, f- like? I mean, yes, they're from Yolen, but like. But is Adenalsium from Yolen? Like, not really. A- exactly. Right? Like, is Adenalsium from a shard? Is Adenalsium from a shard? Is Adenalsium <laughs> from a world? I'm keeping that in. Yeah, right. Like, so, like, I yeah, I guess. feel like it might be a similar thing where it's like, they're not like, even if there's a main Aether world, um, like, it's not like, this is the home world of the Aethers. It's just like, no, this is just where, like, a lot of Aethers are, but it's like, they don't, like, we're not from here. Like we're okay. like we're like from all the Cosmere. Like we are amazing. I guess we again we don't really know what this <laughs> really is. No yeah, I was I was gonna say this would be a lot easier if we knew what what the hell the Aethers were. Yeah, in the Aether in the original Aether manuscript, there's like a lot of weird stuff of mm-hmm. gods. But I'm like I'm not. I don't know if they're shards or like. I don't know what's going on. It's so hard to it's read common these. in Brandon's early works. Yeah, like, what's like, happening? Are these gods shards? Eh, we're not sure. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have more Aether lore, and I think there's a couple yeah, more. Yeah, we're, we're like, like tripling our Aether lore here. That, that's true, yeah. By, by the way, the only time Aethers are mentioned in books is just, uh, oh, you, you got the Aether out of that close? Oathbringer. Oh, but didn't, weren't they mentioned in the Rhythm of War Arts Arcanum? Because, like, Foyle wanted to know the oh, secret Foyle, of the Aethers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Foyle's yeah. interested in yeah. Aethers. So I think that's... Sorry, we've only doubled the amount of Aether information that we know. I mean, there's been other ones. But... Mm-hmm. Was it, like... Well, never mind. Never mind. We've technically... Uh, we saw them on page one more time in the Stormlight Archive, I believe. Did we? But it's only in WAB that we know it's that... Wait, really? That Ray's like had something of an aether in his collection in Words oh, of yeah. Radiance. Oh, oh, Radiance. Yeah. oh sure. There, yeah, that, that was an aether or was it a branch of because I remember the both. No, there's like it a pink both. crystal. Like yeah. oh, okay. It's like okay. this this light pink crystal. Okay. But I think we okay. only know what it is from Wobs. Okay. And I don't remember yeah, 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 if that yeah, yeah, was like yeah, that certain sense. that it was that or not, that but I think sense. it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. But let's move on. Yes. Yeah. We got wobs to cover. Yeah, we uh, do. This is also verbatim because it's from a signed book. Double asks, Ray's, like Odium, was very methodical with the order in which he went after other shards. Hypothetically, if he'd visited the Rosharan system all those years ago, but managed to avoid being trapped and was able to continue his mission right away, which of the known shards would would have been next up raises list uh and bren says he expected ruin to implode ruin so he may have gone for autonomy double crossing them Ooh, now that that is this this is this this is is a spicy one this This might be the the title of the youtube video (laughs) right here right right yeah um so so we know that he went after ambition first yeah right uh, yep. found her, her, her. Yeah, Uladal's female. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, found her, wounded her. She escaped. Yeah, and then he went after devotion and Dumidian. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. 
I, I suspect the Dominion specifically, to be honest. But Probably. But like Devotion uh, was there. Devotion I mean, was like right the, there. Devotion like is a compelling case because like it's another like emotion type shard. Yeah. Like, sure, like, sure, 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 sure. Uh, took care of them, went to Roshar, got stuck. Yeah. It's interesting that he went to Roshar. Right, because neither honor nor cultivation seems like a, a high enough priority of a target relative to the others, uh, and they were like just doing their own thing. And so maybe he went there because of the of the argument that he makes in Rhythm of War, right? Because of how powerful the Rosharan system is, and he wanted that for himself. But after that, he would have ignored ruin. That's that's so interesting about Ruin because I originally, when I pasted this, I was like, oh, the autonomy part's cool. But the Ruin part's interesting, too, because I think my brain just read this as preservation imploding, right? Because that, that's what happened, right? But, like, this is saying expected Ruin to implode, which is interesting. So maybe Odium or Race is going off of, like... Oh, because Ati and Ruin, you know, weren't super well matched, right? That that wouldn't have gone well eventually. So I don't really need to worry about that one. Maybe hmm. what I think, what I think that says is that like, because if if you know what's going on over there, it's like, yeah, Ruin's stuff's happening over there. He's probably not going to last too long. But the the question then becomes, how did he know the specifics of the situation well enough to say, yeah, I think I can leave Ruin be. That's probably fine. Like. Got that? Inf- he was up to date on that information. Maybe. Well, I mean, it, it's hard to say how far back preservation broke their deal, right? Mm-hmm. Relative to the de- start of the desolations and crap. Like we have no idea that that distant timeline. Yeah. Um, like the the creation of Scatrio. Yeah, right. Where it falls in the timeline. Right. Right. Yeah. And. I mean, it could just be as easy as, oh, ruin and preservation, they they seem to be, like, opposing, right? And so it it's only a problem now that Harmony has ascended, right? Like, he wouldn't okay. have worried about it beforehand, whereas maybe devotion and dominion and honor and cultivation, they're like, hmm, they're kind of teaming up. I don't like this because I need to be the most powerful one, maybe. We 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 have no idea what devotion and dominion's relationship was like in any way. By the way, no clue. That's entirely speculative. Things not allowed in this game, guys. Speculation. What? Teaming. Um, yeah, yeah. But the 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 real meat of the swab. Yes. Is the not even implication the outright statement yeah. that odium and autonomy were in some capacity. Friends, allies. Yeah, right, right. East Treaty. You, you can't double cross them unless you're crossed. At the, <laughs> at the very least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unless you've crossed first. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There you go. Easy. And and this Hark- so this has been a theory in the fandom, by the way, for for like mm-hmm. half a decade or something. Uh, I mean, and yeah, a decade since 2010, because Hoyt has since- a grudge against race and oh, oh, right? Like, oh, right, that's- right, right. Like, right there, you kind of are like, Hoy doesn't like these two. What if they're working together, right? Like, I... Sure. I was thinking common. of uh, Dalinar's unity moment 
when when Odium goes. Oh, we uh, killed you. Oh no, we killed you. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to know and more so, about that. Jeez. Some some people that? some people latched on to this idea, presumably because of the of the Hoid thing in the way of kings. And they're like, oh, what if we doesn't yeah. mean Odium and the fused. It means Odium and autonomy and autonomy has so many uh <laughs> things so it's like we is just very easy <laughs> i we and, and uh, these of gods hundreds of avatars we got you Ooh, that's that is spicy though so whatever relationship that they had it probably wasn't super stable it sounds like mm-hmm. which i'm not surprised uh, autonomy doesn't sound nice. Race doesn't. Sa- race is not nice. He wants to be the only shard left, and autonomy mm-hmm. is a shard. So, you know. Uh, I, I mean, ostensibly, if like autonomy had like sworn fealty or whatever to Odium, because like Odium doesn't want to be the only shard left, as I understand it. He just wants to be the top dog, and so sure. if the surviving shards explicitly are like bound to serve him. Mm. then yeah. I, I think he might be willing to let them go like bound in a shardic way yeah yeah but like there's no way that like a shard would do that unless they were like really tight and, and uh, maybe maybe even an autonomy avatar could swear fealty, but the other avatars don't i mean that's true though that's true though there's definitely wiggle room as to like what what does that mean but yeah, that's, that's very that's interesting. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, again, we don't really know much about autonomy either, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than autonomy is the sand lord and maybe trell. Yep, that's our theory. But yeah, there, there's Patchy, of course, as well. You know, a thing that we know just so much about, obviously. We have Mojanero, Mohenero, sure, s- something like One that. One of those two, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. That person asks. Back before the final ascension, if you had a full fear chemist and a mistborn both with access and knowledge of all 16 metals, could they make medallions without the use of hemallergy? Brandon says, if they knew what to do, maybe. Much easier with hemallergy, but it would be possible. How do you make medallions? I, I mean, don't know what any of this means. The, the, the implication here is that you kind of need hemallergy because you're not naturally going to have all these abilities yeah. to make it work, right? And my, so you my need to spike is, in the abilities. It needs to be a single person with... Obviously, you don't need like 16 by 16, but like a single person with specific powers. <laughs> At least with that. that fair chemical microsil. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, it isn't required. Necessarily, right. Like, yeah. So it's not like... Much Hemology might not be like necessary for like the actual like technical creation of a medallion. Yeah, whatever that maybe. process is. Maybe. How are the bands made? How did Kelsier become a, a fair chemist? Fair chemist? Like what? I don't know. I don't know. I, I know the it. answer, guys. How? It's magic. <laughs> hey. Or is it technology? What is technology? What is magic? In the costume. What does that mean? So this next one is is one that makes Ian very sad. I think I think we need a, oh, really. I we need a, 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 a sad face <laughs> for the thumbnail, Ian. Uh, Vetter Lynch 
asks, is there more than one dragon amongst the shards? If so, how many are there? Brandon, only one dragon right now as a shard. Sorry, Ian. Um, you cut out there. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like I, I, I didn't hear what you said. Uh-huh. Well, your endowment theory is ruined. In other words, endowment's not a dragon. Um, no, it's just Brandon's allowed to be wrong. Like, <laughs> I'm like, but like, no, legitimately, I do hate this walk. Like, it's <laughs> terrible. And like, it, it, it's just bad. Like, 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 why would you only make one shard a dragon? Like, why? Dragons are cool. Let multi- Let there be more than one dragon as a shard. Like, Brandon, like, no. Bad. Bad, Brandon. Yeah, that is interesting. You could argue that for whatever reason, dragons were not interested in uh, the plot. To kill Aiden <laughs> of, of sh- Oh, you meant that plot. Yeah, yeah that plot. Uh, of the Shattering, right? Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe they were loyal to Aiden Alzium yeah, or whatever. Right? Like that, uh, that would be a very they, easy explanation. They disagreed with the premise, right? And and uh, cultivation Corvellium of Ast was the only one who was like, mm, but what if we kill them though? Things could change. Those extra four shards that we haven't seen, we don't know that they are all humans or uh, or Shadel. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, right. this one is saying there is only one dragon. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. things that is can change, right? Because yeah. those other four are not like we haven't seen them on screen. Like we haven't seen endow. Like I still think endowment <laughs> and autonomy should be dragons because it's just a better story. <laughs> like, like my, this so is my... just making the Cosmere less in- interesting. Is my opinion. <laughs> my issue is that the vessels are so disproportionately weighed in like the humans favor Mm. yeah there's so many humans in there yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to know just how many dragons there actually are in yellen like they they could be very rare right like we 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 have no idea like if there's 10 dragons you're not going to get a lot of them going on with this plot to kill God and ascend themselves, right? Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, it is a little tricky, but yeah, yeah. As much as I, I enjoy uh, seeing you suffer, Ian, but I, I do agree. That there should be more than one dragon as a shard. Like, come on. <laughs> there's three races. There's 16 shards. We can, like, get two or something. Two or three. Yeah. And, like, and just, like, I, I would have rather Brandon just raffled this question. Like, I don't, like, why would you answer that? Like, you just still have shards to put on the screen. Yeah. It's hard to know what drag, what Brandon's plans are with dragons, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I, I don't know. Um, he clearly has ideas on what he wants dragons to be. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I do think one of them should have been a dragon. Yeah, it's just like, it's mm. like, it's one of those things. It's like, really? Like, mm. I, I do. Let's, I, yeah, moving I, on. Moving on. So, let's leave Ian to yes. stew in his. But no, legitimately, I did <laughs> purge this mem- this mob from my memory until like scrolling through the document like five minutes ago. I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, that's a wob. The mm. anti wob. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so this is the point where things are paraphrased from here on out. 
yes. On for Minicon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're these aren't in order of of anything. The of if the, we uh, find the other order, one that's but, verbatim, we'll yeah, we'll say so. It's all on screen. It'll say paraphrased on screen. So Christian asked, uh, could a light weaver make a black hole by compressing light? <laughs> Brandon, beyond the power of the average light weaver. Good. Um Hoyd does like playing with fire. He should not be a light weaver. He's too close to various things that happened with Dawn Shard. He should not be a light weaver. He is playing with fire. And there is another um Hoyd should not be a Rosharn and Yolish light weaver, as it is getting too close to something related to Dawn Shard. Uh the these last two, by the way, uh the 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 seemingly two answers from Brandon, they're just coming from two different mm-hmm. reports from two different people gotcha. who are at the event. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's, it's what individual people reported interpret from Brandon's response yes. put in there. Yes. Yeah. So clearly Hoyd is doing something with the way that he is mixing light weavings. Mm-hmm. That is that is putting him in the neighborhood of the Dawn Shards. Mm-hmm. What and does that mean? <laughs> I so, this makes thank some you for sense to me, but... I don't remember. I, I, I feel like I've talked about this on a previous episode, but I, I think what's happening here is that the Dawn Shards represent fundamental, well, commands, obviously. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, um, yes. But, but on, a, on a less specific level, they represent fundamental things, ideas, principles, whatever, like the idea of change, for example, or bettering oneself, which is a, a, a more specific version of, of change, is what we see with Risen, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what's happening here with Hoyd is that he is getting too much access to this fundamental idea of illusions, deceptions, lies, change. Like, I, I don't know which idea he's getting close to or which Dawn Shard he's getting close to, but he's approaching something. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I'm more reading this as just because he was a Dawn Shard that there could be some dangerous things because of that. Like, uh, like... It's paraphrased, so it's hard to say. But like, yeah, I think say. I'm more with um, Argent because okay. like, I think it's like kind of like resonances where like two abilities kind okay. of lend to make a third one. So it's like two illusion magics like are like developing into something like more fundamental almost. Hmm. Or the it's overlap like it's, it's, is it, a core. The overlap, it's like filling in some misses, missing pieces that should be missing in those magics more or less. Okay. Yeah. So I don't it's, think it's it's dangerous territory. Uh let's talk about more Yolan stuff that we don't understand or know Great, anything perfect. about. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Mail me asks some version of We know Sharon Light Weaving is similar to Yolish Light Weaving. Hey, we it's like we planned these. And we learn in Rhythm of War that stone shaping may be a gimped version of I always struggle with this word. Microkinesis. Microkinesis. I always want to put this stress on the eye, like microkinesis. And I'm like, eh, that's not. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Brandon pronounces things weird, but I say microkinesis. 
Yeah, and all this 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 makes it's, sense. It's kinesis, telekinesis, microkinesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll remember it from telekinesis. Mm-hmm. Um and we learn in Rhythm of War that stone shaping may be a gimped version of microkinesis. Are there other surges which are modified versions of Yolish magic? And Brandon confirms that there are. And I shake my fist. Because we've established that bondsmithing is a, a thing oh, that exists in right. some form on Yolin. We have? Yeah, of course. Was it? Was it? <laughs> is that what they said? I mean, it's been implied it was a thing on, on Ashen. Ashen. I don't know if it was a thing on Yolin, necessarily. Well, no, but in my head. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Just so we're clear. Uh, I mean... It's really hard to say how much magic Yolan had or has now. Like, we've no idea really at all what the magics are like on Yolan at all. Uh, presumably, microkinesis is going to be there, whatever that is. But, yeah. Like, th- there could be a bunch of magic systems. There could be. Th- th- I don't know. We have no idea. I can see. Surge binding specifically having more overlap with Yolish magic systems because one of the ideas behind surge binding is that they are kind of like fund the surges are kind of like fundamental forces, and so I think some of what was magical on Yolin would have propagated as this is what magic does, this is what magic is fundamentally, and so. That that would have reflected a bit on on this one's from my good friend Windle Runner. Love it. Mm-hmm. You were at this con, right, Katie? I was. Yeah. I didn't end up asking any questions. I stood in the line and then didn't make it. But oh, <laughs> yeah. But a bunch of friends got to ask questions. So nice. That's cool. Nice. So Windle Runner says. So, Renarin, or Renarin, is not a normal truth watcher. Whether you want to use the term corrupted or enlightened, is he the first of his kind? And Brandon says, yes, he is. But what is about the small... Yeah. The small emerald. The, the small emerald. <laughs> I foresaw this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put your comments below if you also remember the small emerald in uh, the Oathbringer. So, yeah, the small uh, emerald was just being dramatic. Yeah, they, in, the, uh, yeah. in the Eurythiru gem archive, Eni. Uh, no, no, I, I know what this. I know okay, the small okay. emerald. Put, put well, your comments below if you, the listener, remembers the small emerald in Oathbringer. Uh, and I and I was joking about it being dramatic. It is a weird. It is a weird one. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is a weird like, one. It, it is nice to get this confirmation. Um, yeah, because it does answer some questions. Like it's like he's the first. Like this isn't something that was happening back in the olden days. What is void binding? Ah! Um, it is this. interesting that we are told that Knights Radiant, even even back in the day, were afraid of Jeanat. Yeah, because of what she could do to Spren. Yeah. Um, now knowing this, obviously. We know that she has never, well, she may have been able to affect Radiant Spren, I guess. But not like fully enlighten a Spren, maybe? Not, yeah, maybe maybe the corruption turns them into like mind, like something closer to dead eyes than like fully functional 
sapiens spren and so that's uh, the danger it's like i'm i'm like of the opinion that like she couldn't do it but they were a af- like they were afraid of it just because like it had hasn't happened like i understand old radiance being afraid of it potentially starting to happen true like it doesn't need to be like a realized threat to be something they are afraid of yeah like they they theorize the possibility mm-hmm. and worried about it which i think is very understandable mm-hmm. sure more shall not stuff that'd be great to see more shall not cool Ooh, this next one is from use the falchion our soul burner and star burner the same project and can you give us an update on either of those if they are Brandon says, things are going well, they are the same project, and it's not up to Brandon to talk about. Obviously, this is all paraphrased. Yes, which is like, Soul Burner and Star Burner are things that have been referenced in um, States of Sandinson of years gone by. Yeah, quite a while ago, like, I feel like. Like a space opera-y thing. A space involved, yeah. My theory, video game. Because okay. we know he's working on I think a that's a solid. I think that's a solid theory. Yeah. It certainly sounds like a like an adaptation talk if it's not for Brandon mm-hmm. to... That would, that would mm-hmm. require me to remember what Brandon actually said about them in the state of Sanderson, and my understanding is not much. Not much. Yeah. No, it was they only exist. ever like a couple of lines. Here's in my other projects list. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Use the falchion has been asking this question or a question to this effect in AMAs and spoiler streams no less than three times. <laughs> so bravo for getting your answer and for yes. fighting the good Soulburner slash Starburner fight. <laughs> well, they're the same. Confirmed. Which one is it titled? We have no idea. Burn... Burn book. No, no. Soul, Soul Star. Soul Star. No, no, no. I, I had to. I had to. Uh, Soul Star is like just a return name. It feels like an epic mm-hmm. name. Really, is what it feels like. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Meanwhile, but, uh, I was thinking a warrior cat's name. <laughs> <laughs> Next, one. Next question. Moving on. This one is another one from Mail Me. Can you tell me something new about God medals, something that isn't known or isn't widely known? Brandon, I can tell you this. The existence of God medals is one reason why metal is so weird in, in the Cosmere. I, this is surprising <laughs> to me because I would have put it the other way. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we need to take that causality that that implication too seriously because i i easily could imagine that this just means well these shardic things these thing this investiture can appear physically and Mm -hmm. for the same reason that can happen is the same reason why metal is weird right alternatively this could be more of a more of a writerly answer and Brandon could be saying, I wanted to have God medals, and so okay. I had to make metal special in the Cosmere. Yeah, okay. That that's very sensible, I think. That makes sense to me, but it's just like it's just weird. Cause it's like it feels like 
I, I do get your point, Eric, that they're both like equally fundamental things of the Cosmere, like explorations of the same thing. Yeah. But like the way like this was just phrased, which I can't, we shouldn't get yeah, too like, hung up on it. Yeah, like it doesn't matter that much, like, right? Oh, because like shards are like making like their body physical, like in, as a metal, like metal become, became weird in the Cosmere. But it's like, no, it's like, it, like it should be metal should always have been weird in the Cosmere is my opinion. Yeah. And like in bands are like, Oh, metal souls and like weird crap. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Weird stuff. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to weird elements at some point. The Great. spiritual integrity of. Yeah, the there you yeah. go. The spiritual integrity. <laughs> yep. Listeners. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Uh, that will not change the fact that you don't know what we it don't, is. We don't. Yeah. Neither do we. But we will at least be on the same level. We will have the same information <laughs> so we can be all ignorant together. Go to Arcanum. Spiritual integrity. Nice. Yep. The, the next question answer actually comes from a couple of different reports, but it all sums up to uh, Isaac, Dragon Steel's art director. Uh, Isaac Stewart is working on a Nikki Savage novella uh, that takes place in the Wax in Era 2. And the current title is. A boatload of mummies. Yes, and he's and fifty thousand words. Yeah, that November. was that was the project he was working on during uh, Natarima. Mm-hmm. Yep, I am very excited to to read that because mm-hmm. Nikki Savage is great, and Isaac says that he's it like. At the end of NaNoWriMo, he's like, mm, I'm not quite halfway there, and I thought I could get this done in 60,000 words, and <laughs> it's 50,000 words uh, thus far. So, so Isaac's, you know, taken after the master, Brandon, you know? Yeah. So we're probably looking at, like, alloy of law-sized yeah. story. Nice. Which, so great. Uh, Brandon yeah. did say that Isaac has permission to write in the Cosmere whatever he wants, because Isaac's just been just involved in the Cosmere for so long. So So Lady Lameness, otherwise known as Jess, My lovely the wife, wife of one wonderful person here. Yes. I believe this one this one is not paraphrased because yeah, it was a from a signed book. It's yep. in a book. It's in a so know the wording. She asks, there's a scene in Redon that has overtones of Kimelin being gay. Is Kimelin canonically queer? And Brandon says, yes. Might be by. We're exploring it as we go. I haven't read this redon scene because I haven't read redon, but I am so happy to hear this. Oh, the novel is like, really yes, good. You gotta yes, read yes, yes. The possibility for a queer Kimlin novel waters my crops and warms my heart and <laughs> whatever the metaphor is, I don't know. It makes me happy. Yeah. Yes, give it to us. Give us queer Kimlin. Jancy, uh, specifically. Like, she couldn't give all the Skyward Flight characters uh, an arc in the novellas because they're just so cramped. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's going to be other stuff after Defiant and Skyward. And Jancy did say on our on our episode that it's like, hey, you got to Tom Doherty's advice. You got to stick with the same characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think Kimlin's top of the list, which I told Jancy. I also, <laughs> I also do want to say, like, um. I I believe um when this got brought up to Jancy on the Discord server, she's like 
she made it seem things are much more certain than Brandon was and assumed <laughs> that Brandon didn't quite remember what their plans were. So it's like, yeah. that sounds ex- incredibly believable. Yeah. So it's probably like very high certainty that she is by rather than like, she might be by. We don't know. Uh, well, Jess interpreted this just to mean like the type of queer was a little uh, uncertain uh, rather oh, yeah. than. I mean, yeah, but like Brandon did just say it. Brandon is saying like, um, Jancy was saying like, it's like they have made a decision. Like it's not like, like, like she's by and Brandon just being like, I probably being like, I think we decided on by, but I'm going (laughs) to hedge that um, because I don't want to like define that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But whatever it is, whether they're certain or not, it's definitely queer. Nice. Yes. Yeah, the novels are really good. You should read them, Katie. Um, Plan on it. Nice. When I can make myself. Yep. Reading's hard. Right. I mean, you can just wait till April and get them all in a bundle. So, like, that's perfectly yeah, reasonable. I do plan on doing that as well. Mm-hmm. All right. This next one. Questioner asks, uh, oh, this is actually, this is, this is another signed book. Uh, theoretically, with enough stormlight, could a bondsmith bond a shard to something? Brandon, with enough investiture? Yeah, that's viable. Yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you have shardic level of investiture, yeah, I'm sure you could. Isn't that just like a shard oath, kind of, at that stage? Yeah, I mean, it's connection, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, notable that we now live in a world where bondsmith could mean, like, five different things. Yeah, great. Love it. Yeah. So... Uh, also notable, Ishar, Binder of Gods. Yeah, Binder of um, Gods. Mm-hmm. A bondsmith bound other surges on Ashen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I wonder if Odium's imprisonment in the Rosharan system was performed by Ishar, <laughs> but facilitated by Honor's investiture. Oh, okay, as in, sure. Yeah, okay. As in... Honor was like, I can't do this for whatever reason, but you can because you are a flesh bag. Right. Here is all the power that I have. Well, I mean, it, it could be as easy as something like preservation. Like preservation wanted to do a thing, but needed Vin to do it, right? Like mm-hmm. because preservation was too molded by their intent. So like maybe, maybe there's some crap going on with that, that Honor couldn't do it personally. I don't know why he couldn't. Like, he's all about bonds and oaths. I don't know. Yeah. But there, there's a lot of possibilities that uh, Honor could just grant a lot of investiture. Because it se- I mean, seems maybe... like the Heralds are just directly charged by Stormlight from Honor, personally. So mm-hmm. why not just do more service, of that? Yeah. Right? Maybe Ishar was personally connected to Odium, right? Because Odium tricked him into experimenting with Surges. Yeah. And that was that was a key factor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that easily could that Ishar has a connection to Odium specifically, maybe. Right? And like connections What's with very Bondsmith's well. being connected to Odium. Like why why is that a thing? Hey, Navani's <laughs> There's two not. of them. Yeah. Well waiting for Navani flashbacks in which she turns out to be a ruthless killer. <laughs> I mean, realistically, there's so few bondsmiths that Odium's like, I'm going to try and deal, uh, manipulate with these ones, right? Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Next one. 
questioner is this is another one from a sign book is hoyt's hair naturally white and does that mean anything brandon it is now i don't know what you call i i don't know what you call naturally was he born with white hair brandon he was not born with white hair oh this is actually audio but yeah yeah that's from the public q a ah yeah, yeah yeah it is verbatim anyway yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Donchard Hoyt had it crapped him. Sure. I don't know if it has to be the Donchard. I like, mean, this there's... is a thing that naturally happens in our world. So, like, stress can okay, turn okay, your hair yeah. white. Okay, sure. Sure. But, I like, guess that's and fair. And it's a trope I particularly like. Um, sure. That's fair. But... I guess I'm just assuming everything with Hoyt has some magical explanation because he's got some magic. So much that's, magic. So. I mean, statistically. Like it's a decent chance, but like doesn't have to be. Sure, that's fair. Sure. Question number next comes from Mason Wheeler, uh, who asks in Ben's morning in the party scene, that's Kelasina Shore's party. Hoyd was outside, talked with Wax. Chris was inside, talked with Wax. Were there any other world hoppers present? And if so, how many? And Brandon says. At least one was present, probably two. At least one, probably two. Cool. But there's probably a lot of world hoppers in a lot of places. I don't know. But on, at that specific party? It is interesting. With Nat, with Wax and Chris, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was kind of a, a not an informant but like there was somebody that wax spoke with uh who told him about the coins and the excavation site hmm. and stuff like that that person is a potential target didn't seem particularly world happy but it was somebody who was knowledgeable in a thing that not a lot of people were knowledgeable about mm-hmm. um brandon could be hedging his bets and saying like well maybe design was there and she's technically a world hopper, <laughs> right i don't know uh i i don't know about that i don't think brandon's saying that they're in the timeline yeah questioner asks you've written about a lot of cultures that have some parallels to the real world do you have any culture or magic system you've kicked around that's inspired by the indian subcontinent and Brandon says, I do actually thank you for this question. You should be very interested to read The Lost Metal. There is a world hopper on The Lost Metal, or in The Lost Metal, from a planet with a culture inspired by the Indian subcontinent. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just, just cool. getting lots of Lost Metal clues in, the, in this one. I love how Brandon's like, I've been looking for a reason to share this information. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for asking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's written the book. So yeah. now he wants to talk now about he wants it. To blab. <laughs> I can't think of if we know of any. I don't think we know of any worlds where that might be. We don't have any more information along those no, lines. No, I don't think so. No, it's not something we've seen. No, no, not certainly not something we've seen. Um, but I'm thinking yeah. like it, it's either it's either something brand new or it is the third continent on cell. <laughs> but I, <laughs> that's true. But a, a lot, a lot of a lot of people empire. suspect that one is going to be Africa inspired. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. India inspired, right? Right. Yeah. Could be somewhere on Nalthus. There's a lot mm. of Nalthus we haven't seen. That's true. Yeah, that's possible. All right. This next one is paraphrased. Uh, 
Are Amians descendants of humans and honor spren? Brandon. No, but the reasons they can change shape are related. Do we know the reasoning why honor spren can change shape? I mean, no. They're cognitive like, beings. They have... Yeah, I feel like First it's less changes. that they're related, yeah. though the blue skin thing is interesting, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's more just two things used going off the same principle, and like one's more cognitive, yeah. and yeah, one's more physical, right? On, and yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's what this is. It's just like, what what are those shared principles, I think, is the interesting here. Yeah. Mm. Right. It's gotta it's gotta be something with like a strong cognitive aspect and perception. Mm -hmm. Maybe curse of kind, because that's a weird thing in the cosmere uh, the in, curse of in kind. the shades are too. The curse of kind. Like what what mm. do you mean? How about Shadesmar? Well, the shadows. Because Shadesmar, your shadow goes the opposite way. It goes towards light, just like the curse of kind. Is the curse of kind like, why the shadow goes in the opposite direction for Axes? I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. Well, I want to know more about that. Brandon remembers the It's another the weird thing about Amiens. Yes. At yes. the very least. Yes, uh, like a similar connection kind. to Shadesmar. So, like, I, I suppose there is room for the Sia to be related to Spren? Like, again, like, that's not what I think this is going for. Like, I don't think they're, like, actually related to Spren. Like, yeah, sure. Genetically. Sure. But, like... Them also like having a strong cognitive aspect, sure, potentially sure, being sure, involved, sure. but like it, it's not like Kaladin and Syl are not going to get together and make a Sia, like that's just not going to happen. <laughs> Hopefully, I really <laughs> hope that's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Could Shy make a stamp to make her a her temporarily a mistborn with Lorasium, Brandon? Sort of. She could rewrite her past so she'd taken Lorasium, but would need a lot of investiture to power it. Stormlight might, but it's still keyed. You'd want some pure unkeyed door. Right? Okay. <sighs> All right. Makes sense, I think. Yeah. So, huh. I, I, I think the essence of this is you need a lot of power to make that happen. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense. And that is, that is nothing new that is consistent with what we know in the past. What is interesting here is, one, Stormlight is keyed, mm -hmm. which obviously harkens back to unkeyed medallions, yeah. at least to me. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you want... Uh, the fact that whoever reported this is quoting this phrase makes me believe that they, they intentionally like remembered the exact wording here. Mm-hmm. Pure unkeyed door. So obviously we know what the door is, right? It's a it's an amalgamation of devotion and dominion's investiture. Mm -hmm. If you unkey the door, uh -huh. what do you get? Are you are you doing the same thing that Navani did? What was the what was the Navani? It was like the Bob from earlier. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. like investiture without connection, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like it wasn't really? I don't know. Or is it about identity? I don't think because we know that. I don't I, yeah, I don't That was think a we long know. silence. 
<laughs> I was just waiting for someone to break it. <laughs> yeah. No, because I'm God. thinking with with unkeyed metal mines, they mm. are the ones where you dump your identity, right? And then you you store the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Brandon is putting that much thought into his use of keyed <laughs> gear. Yeah, like, I, I, I definitely, like, yeah, definitely. I don't think we can like go too far in depth on theorizing about yeah. His other than there's there. there's this apparently exists, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay. unkeyed, and what's the other? Unconnected. Un unsealed. Well, unsealed. Unsealed, right? That's what yeah. I was looking that, for. That was my joke from earlier, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and that's the one that anyone can use that. Like the medallions are unsealed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question then, because we don't know enough to speculate on this one. Are the gold splits the same as the set? And if not, the garbled audio, we don't know. And Brandon says, the Lord of Scars is Kelsier. Read Wax and Wayne 4. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that, I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> Neat. Sounds like there's going to be some lore of the scars in Wax and Wayne Four. We're we're getting on a lot of um, lost metal stuff in this because Brandon's wrote the book, so <laughs> he's probably excited to talk about it. Yeah. Great. This question's great, and I know all the words in it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all righty. Questioner, oh and this one mechanics question. This one is paraphrased. Uh huh. Someone says, "There's a wob you can split at metal." Uh, very, very heavily paraphrased. There's yeah. a wob that you can split at metal. Rhythm of war, anti void like creation. Is is that how? <laughs> Brandon's like, that's on the right track, but not exactly. There are multiple ways. Some less dangerous than others. That theory could be less dangerous. The questioner goes, could you do that to a shard blade? What happens to Spren? Brandon goes, you'd have a hard time doing that. It would be like cutting off a person. Like what a shard blade does to a soul. Not happy effects could be done. So I think why this is paraphrased is because this is the spoiler Mm Q&A and uh, spectral Lamina is literally like trying to transcribe as much as uh, yeah as possible so yeah like that's fine mm-hmm. thank you for doing that yes yes mm-hmm. indeed so splitting at metal mm-hmm. okay is, is that this similar like, to anti-void light creation are we talking splitting at metal like just slicing it or is this on a like splitting atoms kind of I level think this of- is like oh at metal is harmony's god metal can you split it into like atium and lorassium? Like, is it an alloy? Like, because like we know it's like it's not. It's a weird thing where it's not technically not an technically an alloy, but okay. I would yeah. not. I I did not go into that question thinking that's what this meant at all. So thanks for the clarification. <laughs> I was like, nice. Yeah, I, and I think- so like going into the shard blade thing is like shard blades are a mixture of honor and cultivations investiture because okay. that's what Spren are. I thought this was like a can shard blades cut this question and I was like completely different kinds of yeah 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 great yeah yeah which like it makes sense like you can't like split the metal of a shard blade into like base components because like 
it's a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a person like, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, like there's there's other things making sure it kind of sticks together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you would you yeah. are definitely killing the spren if you mm-hmm. somehow manage to do that, right? Yeah. yeah. Very interesting we, we, existential horror. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why Brandon compares that to a shard blade cutting a person, right? Because when shard blades cut mm-hmm. people, they they do so on a spiritual, like you are performing spiritual surgery with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not happy effects. Mm-hmm. No. So this next one uh, is talking about Tervangian and the diagram. Diagram below Tervangian figures if he's having a good or bad day. Uh, Odium helped him understand. Uh, this this is heavily paraphrased. Um, but does Tervangian now follow the diagram? And Brandon says, Tervangian can now see the future a little better than most shards. He can see what the diagram was an inferior version of. And someone asks, still good and bad days? And Brandon raffles that. Like, that is a big outstanding question on whether or not the curse still applies. Yeah, I've always thought that it doesn't, but... He- it's I, I'm leading more towards that. Like it the curse has served its purpose. Um mm-hmm. yeah. But like the fact that he can see the future better than most shards is terrifying. I don't want Terramanjin yeah. to have any advantages. <laughs> yeah, no shards. It's it's not gonna no, thanks. Yeah, That's, it's not gonna go well. Uh, what is interesting to me is that Odium thought uh like Ray's Odium thought the Terravangian's ability to see the future see the future quote unquote was uh, it, it didn't involve fortune and it did or not involve to the spiritual realm the spiritual realm mm-hmm. right so to me that's always read that it's all about mental capacity it's all mm-hmm. about thinking through all the possible outcomes of everything that you know about and and deciding what is most likely i guess that's true still crazy to me that the diagram could even exist without access to the oh. realm. like that's that's almost inconceivable to me yeah 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 mm-hmm. but what is what is interesting to me here in relation to that is that Taravangian can see what the diagram was an inferior version of so that is this sense. saying that he now has a much greater mental capacity or is this saying that the diagram is an inferior version of the fortune slash spiritual realm version of i think just second because like odium showed tervangian at the end of oathbringer it's like hey this is all that i see it's like that was impressive considering but look how much more expansive i can see things and so that's probably the same thing right sure um this next one is from kairoti shards can't break oaths including future vessels is harmony bound by ruin and preservation steel brandon it is fulfilled perception matters shards can break deals but others can take advantage would be very dangerous the deal between ruin preservation is broken better word than fulfilled and no longer in effect because it's broken which would give ruin advantage over preservation but they're the same person so nothing could possibly go wrong Oh, I'm so glad nothing could go wrong. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Uh-oh, preservation, oh. That's very interesting. Uh, and and mm-hmm. Ruin just needed the Atium, I guess, to take advantage of that. I would assume. Yeah. I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm very interested to, like, 
figure out the shard mechanics of like how specifically the shards can take advantage of broken oaths and things. Because like we've heard it and we've heard how like, oh, if, you know, Odium broke the deal, then like cultivation could strike and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, What does it mean to strike? Like was preservation, like would Odium expose himself to being splintered? Is that the danger yeah. here? There's a lot of the mechanics that we don't know how it works. I would imagine we're going to see that happen on screen at some point with the shards, right? Yeah, like it's it's one of those like fuzzy bits of the Cosmere that is just like, it's just like, it's like kind of like standard fantasy, like, because like this like makes sense for a fantasy yeah. thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. you make an oath and you break it, like that's a bad thing. But like, it's not like, how do you explain that within the crunchiness of the Cosmere? Yeah. Well, but, like, there's, I like there's that nothing there confusing that. with Ruin's imprisonment in <laughs> Skadriel. <laughs> nothing confusing whatsoever. It's like, yeah, the, the whole imprisonment. Like, the, the, it's weird. It's so weird. And I, I like that weirdness. I like, I like that not too. everything I like it is broken down. Like, yeah. that, like, you need to be a shard to be able to, like, conceptualize yeah. what's actually yeah. happening there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on to, oh boy, more Aether stuff. And Hoid stuff. And Hoid stuff. Hoid is his own level of dangerous. Any rivals to his ambition and power? Uh, Brandon says, depends. Some Yolish dragons are old and crafty. Could argue that Aethers are as ancient or potentially powerful. I would not put them at the shard level, but they would claim they are. There are some other characters, but none on Hoyd's level. And apparently there's and... another report that mentions, like, core Aethers? Apparently. Right, so Aethers sp- specifically that, that core Aethers are as ancient and potentially powerful. Hmm. Apparently, apparently the Aethers claim a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? We're not from anywhere. Yeah. This is this. We're yeah. powerful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we can speculate much, but it's interesting that, like, it's interesting to see a little bit more into this, like, ancient yeah. Cosmere power yeah. dynamics, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would expect dragons to be functionally immortal and not need anything else to, to survive forever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Cool, cool. Can Wax talk to Harmony from another system, like another planetary system? Via earring. Theoretically, yes. Which is interesting. It's cool. That's, That's some Bluetooth. Yeah. yeah, I never thought of that, but that makes sense. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that that would be a worry. Uh, presumably, Harmony having con- capital C connection with the individual probably helps because mm-hmm. just <laughs> Harmony can't, couldn't talk to everyone with a spike across the entire Cosmere? That seems a bit implausible. So I guess there's some interesting stuff here. Boosts your signal, I think. (laughs) The the communication happens in the spiritual realm, I think. Sure, probably, maybe. I I imagine what happens is when when Wax dials in Harmony, it is going to Harmony who is in the spiritual realm. Otherwise, it would take like light light years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's neat. This next one. Ooh, Tien stuff. Love it. Tien was going to become a Lightweaver. That is true. 
what lie was attracting the cryptic? Brandon, Tien was hiding the belief that he was not a good person. He knew people saw him as a burst of sunshine, and he didn't want them to see differently. I I love tropes like this where it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, people think other people perceive that person as like so happy, but like having, you know, their own issues deep down that other people don't see or recognize. So I dig that. That's good. And that I want to point out this blob is making me tear up right now. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a sweet boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just that they, not just that he has the issues deep down, but that he doesn't want other people to know he does. He wants mm-hmm. them to keep mm-hmm. seeing him as the sunshine. Yeah. He probably knows that Kaladin relies on him like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And it's just like, oh, baby, it's okay. Oh. Yeah, because like it's not a se- selfish thing that he wants to be seen like as a good person. He's like, yeah. mm-hmm. like me being seen as a good person is helping them. Like I don't want to yeah. ruin right. that for them. That's such. A, that's oh that's man, such a, I. That's such a good like light weaver concept though of it just is. like that sort of lie like that's really yeah. interesting and brandon yeah. murdered him yeah <laughs> yep. he is super dead Thanks. Oop. this this adds a lot of depth to tn's character yeah it really it does, does. Really we does. didn't have as much before but don't like, worry it, like, we can see makes... other weird visions of him <laughs> We'll it makes me sad because like we're not going to get like Tien, so I'm just like, don't tell me more about Tien. I'm just going to want like more Tien. Yeah. No, people, people I'm have to wanted to, fan to know. Fiction. Yeah. yeah. This next one: Can you leech or nitroburst a fruit mist, Brandon? Yes, only while tapping. Brandon, probably. There were a lot of just like in this set of wobs in this episode and the next episode that we'll be doing uh, a lot of stuff on leechers uh like the leeching makes sense but the microburst during a doing a duralumin thing on ferrochemy is kind of crazy you know yeah because microburst is duralumin you're just doing it on someone else i think yeah. i think that is going to be very similar to compounding mm-hmm. probably yeah right. right so you're you're tapping health and somebody's giving you an infusion of power to power this health that you're tapping so option a it either just consumes your metal mind immediately or b that other person is providing power from preservation through their own nicrosil to fuel your gold burning at no additional expense to you this just makes me imagine the lord ruler it's like ooh, i'm gonna duralumin my compounding (laughs) take that (laughs) just just like double it up this isn't even my final form no (laughs) it it presumably wouldn't do anything if you do it on yourself well i mean not nicrosil but duralumin yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. sure Like, like if you are the lord ruler then maybe yeah yeah, but like Sh- shove that age in there. Sure. Yeah, it's it's the weird thing where it's like <sighs> maybe he wouldn't want to yeah, burn Duralman. Interesting. Maybe maybe he wouldn't want to burn Duralman if he's always tapping age. That that probably sounds like a bad mm. idea. Yeah, <laughs> like that, it that affects metal Yeah, but he's tapping ferrochemical age. Yeah, but like if Duralman always triggers on uh, on a magic that um, you are currently using, then that's probably not the best plan for the Lord Ruler to do. You want to draw that out slowly. He's powerful enough that he doesn't even need to touch Duralman. 
instantly Wait, a we, baby. Do we know Duralman does amplify Furikimi as well? No, I don't think we knew this before. I think this is new. Yeah, but, but like, like if Nicrasil can do it, then, then Duralman would have to, right? should also the, be able to do the, it. The, the implication is Nicrasil is essentially you are applying Duralman to someone else. Dude. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it right, be so I had the cool? wrong metal. To have a Duralman gnat, but is a twin born with a fair chemical power? Would that not be sweet character? Ooh. Nice. They hide. They hide one of their powers nice. so that people don't. They're just like, yeah, I'm a gnat. It's useless. And then they come out with the twin born. Or, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or they hide the gnat part, and they're like, oh, I'm known as this. But then they have Two. that secret advantage. I'm, I'm just a regular oh, man. Fire soul. This is something I'm, I might have to steal this character this, this, idea. This is a great idea for, for a so twin So many ideas character. I want to write. That is, that is a very cool combination, but I don't know. I don't know if Brandon has the full leeching Duralman Nicrosil stuff all hashed, hashed out with all these, but that would be cool if it does work that way. That'd be very cool. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Let's uh, go to the next question, which mm -hmm. is about Kaladin. Mm-hmm. And it asks uh, whether Kaladin's eye change in Rhythm of War is due to the investiture he's using. Uh, and that is at the end when he is about to give up and his eyes turn yellow. Right? <laughs> and Brandon says, no, uh, it is not because of the investiture. It is because he is in dangerous territory. Presumably connection to Odium, because just because he's going off Probably the rails, something like, like something that. Something like that. Probably. Um... But but this puts a lid on the idea, I think, that he was being fueled by void light or like pure yeah, right. odium investiture or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's it's, that's not what's happening. Um, th this feels like so. So you know how Brandon likes to make corrupted things and evil things red. Uh huh. This this mm -hmm. feels like that, but not about evil and corruption, but about succumbing to odium. Mm -hmm. Like Versus more, more thematic, like yeah, it's visual, thematic. visual representation of a thematic thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome from from the future. Uh, of course, as soon as we recorded our two Wob episodes, immediately the spoiler Q and A and other things uh, were posted on Brandon's site. So that is great. We, we should have just recorded it earlier, and then it would have been out earlier. <laughs> mm -hmm. that's, that's how it works, right? So Now, now yeah. we're doing wob surgery. Yes, so we have just a few words of Brandon that now we have some exact wording on. Uh, one, uh, we're, we're just going to redo, and others are ones that we didn't even talk about before, but we're just going to... Add it on. So we're just going to talk briefly right here. I know my background's different. I'm in a moment of transition. Okay. So in the next episode, you'll, you'll see it back to the other thing because we recorded that in the past and this is the future. It's confusing. Yes, it's it's all the same. also the past because time, yeah. time, time is weird. And in the spiritual realm, it's all, it's all the same time. Okay. From, from our perspective, it is all in the past. Yes. Because everything that we've recorded is still yet to air great, in the future. Great. Uh so uh I believe in the rotation, uh <laughs> we we're on to Katie and uh 
in the before recording, which is cut, we had you read the swab that's super mechanics-y, and so I thought I would keep that. Resident just... mechanics expert, Katie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am resigned to my fate. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. The questioner asks, is hemorrhagy the way that they returned in the desolations? Brandon goes, oh, did they know hemorrhagy during the desolations on Roshar? Questioner, yes. Is that how they returned originally? Brandon, no, that's a good question. They knew some skills similar, but when they were originally returning, it was something else. Yeah, so I listened to the audio, and there's no additional context other than the questioner clearly being very nervous. That's fine. Uh, and just either misremembering Heralds or Fused, but honestly, not sure which one is, is I intended. Mean, both of them I, I mean, it's definitely the Fused. The fuse. I think that's what we assumed Definitely. in the paraphrased one, but the paraphrased one also yeah. just said they and didn't actually say fused either. Yeah. Because it's like it's A is referring to the desolations on Roshar. And also the fused return refer to the desolations as return. Oh, that's true. That's true. What well, well, yes, but, but so but, but, but the heralds but, but, do too. But, 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 the heralds do but, too. So, so little heralds, yeah. Yeah, they that do. was like I the mean, time yes, of the return like, is at hand. Yeah. I'm and ruling out us. I'm talking about returns. Like, they're definitely not talking about return. Oh, oh for yeah, Warbreaker, yes. Them. No, no. Okay. It sounded like that's what a couple of you were saying. I'm no, like, no, 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 no. It's, it's either Fused or Heralds, but we don't know which yeah. one. <laughs> Let, let's go case by case. And, uh, case one, yeah, yeah, Heralds, yeah. case two, Fused. Yeah. So if this, is, if this is talking about the Fused, okay. um, we have, uh, you know, a bunch of Dawnsingers that have died, and they are now coming back to life. Presumably, uh, like, uh, still getting the extra odium stuff so they are cognitive shadows, but, like, how they actually went back into bodies, presumably. Uh, Assuming yeah. we're in Fused Land, where this is talking about yeah. Fused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, Brandon says that uh, they knew some skills similar, but when they were originally returning, it was something else. So... If it's diffused, then the first return or the first few returns were not this hemallergy-like, whatever it is. And then it was, which the only... And, and we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but obviously we are overriding that. Yeah. The only thing that makes sense to me is that... There is there is a qualitative difference or mechanical difference between the first few returns, regardless of whether we're talking about the fused or the heralds, and the next, you know, however many returns, right? And the only thing I can think of is Odium's involvement in all of this, or and or the fused discovering surges, whatever whatever that quote by the storm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I did. If you reread Oathbringer chapter 38, it's like, oh, the fused were dangerous even before they learned to command the surges. So that wasn't like just like a default odium huh. just stuff thing, which is bonkers to me, by the way. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. No. That's a thing the Stormfather said. Yeah, I know. It's super easy to forget. So like maybe it's this and... The other thing that came to mind is Brandon sort of 
implied that in world some people would think that Moash's knife was kind of like hemallergies. I don't know if that's relevant here, but it's hemallergy fused, maybe. I don't know. So I think I think what is relevant there with Moash's knife and what is relevant here is that I, I obviously have no like evidence to base this off of, but I get a feeling that Great. Brandon is saying like different ways of manipulating the spirit web are all going to be compared to hemallergy in world mm -hmm. because that's what hemallergy does inherently, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, sure. The, yeah, the sure. same it's way like, like connection connection magic and bondsmithing, right? Uh, obviously, hemallergy was that is not like one of the original Yolish magic, so it's not one-to-one, -one, but like a similar know thing that we have. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. I was just thinking it was a comparison of you stab someone and the magic goes from <laughs> them to somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, so stab like virus knife, magic. like the comparison is like you are siphoning off investiture from a soul. Like that's a natural like comparison. For here, I personally do think it's referring to the fused because it's more talking about grafting a spirit web onto a different spirit. Yeah, web right. In right, terms right. of like. Right. Cognitive shadow spirit web yeah. taking over a body yeah. and like interfacing. And maybe they're like, maybe the questioner's logic was like, oh, Hemalurgy brought Kelsier back in some way. Presumably. Presumably, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and something like that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really make sense for the heralds because the heralds just, as far as we know, the bodies materialize and then them are set. Yeah. It, it makes more sense for Way of Kings Prime, where I think the Fused also body snatched people. Oh, you mean the Heralds? The Heralds, yes. The Heralds also body snatched people, I think. I haven't read Way of Kings Prime. I don't think, I don't think any of us have. <laughs> I think Paleo got through and he couldn't finish it. But I, I like the idea that there's a qualitative difference, especially if the Fused didn't originally have surges. Because what the hell does that even mean? Um, yeah, I, I think weird. this this marks kind of the transition from John Singer kind of stone shaping like thing that we see with Venli and her and her stone shaping mm. vision. So I think there is a kind of a native Rosharan or native John Singer magic that, uh, as far as the Stormfather is concerned, is not surges, which. Weird, but okay. Um, the Starfather is uh, known for being precise. <laughs> that's, that's true. And then, um, uh, originally they used something with that to facilitate a return. Uh, I threw an idea in one of the chats that was like, uh, maybe, maybe it required like an actual sacrifice or something. And so it was not something that they were willing or eager to do, but they thought was necessary to do on a small scale so that they can bring back like a few key warriors or whatever. And then a return or two or three or five later, Odium shows up with like, with access to the surges as we know them and changes the whole system. Yeah. Alternatively, if we disconnect the whole weirdness with the surges from this <laughs> thing with the returns, like, uh huh, because we just got like a very different way of returning in the Everstorm. So it might be like the old way is of where like Odium is more like directly involved is 
yeah. the originally returning, which is no longer the main way because, yo, we have the Everstorm. Yeah, but this mm. question's asking, uh, is that how they returned originally? But yeah, and Brandon's saying it was something else, but that could just be referring to the Odium way of doing it. That it's, that's yeah. not Hemology. Originally might mean all the way up until the Everstorm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I would say mm -hmm. that it would have to. Okay, well, I, I think clearly we're going to have enough to talk about about Heralds and Desolations episode, which is, is going to be coming up in a bit. Uh, that, that, that's on the list. Before the heat death of the universe. No, 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 no. So, uh, it, it was on our Patreon poll where you can vote on new Shardcast episodes. Uh, all right, so this next one, which I could have sworn we talked about, but I think I'm misremembering Jordan Khan, and this just matches, I think, what we said about the Wob. Anyway, let's just read it. Close to the end of Rhythm of War, Dalnar connects Kaladin to something, which gives him the vision of Tien. Did he connect him to Tien's dead soul? And if so, does Dalinar know what he did? Brandon, there are two prevailing theories on what happened here among Cosmere Knots in World Arcanus. I still hate the Cosmere Knot term. I don't, I don't like it at all. Mm -hmm. Stop it, Brandon. I like the idea of it, but it doesn't. No, yeah. It doesn't work. You would get two different answers. The most common one is Dalinar attached himself to the spiritual realm pulled out possibilities, and showed one of those to Kaladin. Questioner, if so, where did the horse come from? Brandon, either pure coincidence or some sort of matching of fortune to the moment that ended up leading Kaladin to the place he needed to be, which is the way a lot of fortune works. Fortune would be like, you should go here, and you don't even know why. That's what the Arcanist answer would be. It would be the most common answer. Some people would say he reached into the beyond and connected Tien to Kaladin via Tien's actual soul. I will leave these both as equally valid theories. As I've said many times, I'm not going to say uh, whether there's an actual afterlife in the Cosmere, because it's too foundational to too many characters' beliefs, or lack of beliefs, or worldview in world to have the author contradict them either way. I didn't go back and re-listen to the Jordan Converts of Brandon, but I know we talked about this thing, and I think we mentioned fortune stuff. Uh, and so this makes a ton of sense to me, that uh, mm -hmm. there's there's sort of the in-world, like, oh, spiritual shenanigans, fortune, connection, weirdness. And then there's the belief answer of that there is the beyond and down are reached it. Right. And down and Brandon's not going to confirm either way. And he's never going to. Yeah. I like the how he touches on fortune here. Yeah. Because it does match a lot of my perception of fortune. Yeah. Same. Mm -hmm. Where yeah, it's like that's actually almost good like subconscious there. like reading of potential like futures is like, you don't know why, like you need to go there, but like you need to go there. Yeah. Or like or like subconsciously, you, you know you need to go there. It's, it's a good fortune law, but it actually it reminds me of in Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, I think, where Harry drinks the bo bottle oh, of Felix. Oh, like oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, oh, like I need to go to this random place, and like it turns out like that that is exactly what he needed to do. 
like to get yeah his ultimate goal accomplished right yeah 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 it's probably so just it, making yeah. this into a more uh harder magic system mm-hmm. that said the spiritual realm not very not very hard magic system but no. yeah because like but, luck but he has, he has the right to it yeah because luck is being in the right place at the right time and this yeah. is just helping you get there yeah it's at least providing logic to uh mm-hmm. the the weirdness the spiritual realm does have some logic to it. so the next question is from mage who asks could navani open a perpendicularity when she got far enough in her oaths brandon this is theoretically possible and me i hate this question i right because like the because you would think that the perpendicularity is like the specialness because Dalinar is like honor's dead and Dalinar is sort of like proto honor and is doing things that way rather than a default bondsmithing power right like, yeah because yeah. i'm pretty sure honor uh, not honor the Stormfather says like when like Dalinar opens perpendicularity like this has never happened before. that's true that's true well but so so here's the difference right one of them is so what, what Dalinar does at the battle of Thalen fields is unprecedented like he opens that perpendicularity wide and there's like investiture pouring and recharging you know the entire beach essentially um mm-hmm. and i am reminded of uh, a scene in Rhythm of War when Dalinar was speaking with the Mink, like they were overseeing a battle, and Dalinar, in his internal monologue, talked about how, if necessary, he can probably open a small perpendicularity and slip him and the Mink into the cognitive realm where they have like a boat waiting for them. And so I think, so I think touching somebody and infusing them with with invest with light depending on the bondsmith, mm-hmm. is a base bondsmith ability. I yes. think being able to open a perpendicularity that is small enough for you to to slip into the cognitive, which does sound very much like what else scholars do, by the way. Yeah. I think that is also a base bondsmith ability. Um, <laughs> opening, like making that perpendicularity as large as Dalinar did and like AOE infusing everyone around you i think that is an artifact of dalinar being bonded to the remnant of tanavast and the Stormfather and whatever the hell else is going on there i was going to say it could also be not something specifically different with dalinar himself but something that has changed overall so that bondsmiths couldn't do it in the past but now any bondsmith can bondsmith i mean because honor's not regulating it right like that that's actually mm-hmm. a good point uh yeah yeah. Yeah. I just, I like it being more like Dalinar being special because of like that unique situation. Yeah. And where, rather than this is now something any Bondsmith can do. And I also dislike the small perpendicularity being a base Bondsmith power because that makes like, it would be fine if bondsmiths had transportation as a surge but it's like <laughs> that you're just doing what transportation yeah. does it's like it so well, like, it doesn't make sense to me but no they're not just doing that because transportation transports you into the cognitive it doesn't also open up a perpendicularity to the spiritual and infuse things and invest and like give stormlight to what's around you yeah, right better that's, than transportation that's not, <laughs> yeah yeah 
but like like in theory land like not not theory land because that's actually um a site from wheel of time days but theory world i'll say it would make sense to me if like the bondsmith surges were adhesion and transportation like yes like that totally makes sense as a bondsmith power through the blending of surges to make perpendicular tension (laughs) but as it is like like that I feel it steps too much on the toes of transportation as a surge. And I'm like, sure. Why have transportation as a surge then? There is one more thing that is important that we need to bring up. And that is the fact that Ishar can also open exactly the same kind of perpendicularity that Dalinar can. That's true. True. Yeah. And so that that seems to tie it a lot more to bondsmiths in general and matter of skill matter of power than to the storm father's bondsmith specifically though some weird stuff with him being unchained whatever that means all of them are yeah are they are they though i think that only means like i thought ishar specifically was because he has no spren to regulate yeah yeah he's not changed by the oaths yeah. Yes, but that doesn't change the fact that Honor is no longer regulating the powers of Bondsmiths. Yeah. Alternatively, it could still be because of, like, Honor, the connection to Honor, because the Honor Blades are splinters of Honor. This is true. That's, well, I mean, aren't, aren't Spren splinters of Honor? They're like they they have a mix. There's some cultivation in there too. Yeah. And and by the way, speaking of that, though I agree that bondsmiths could infuse people, I don't think Navani could infuse radiance uh, because she would be giving tower light, and so that that's oh, an open question, she can, right? Like I she don't think infuse, she could infuse stormlight for them. Yeah. But she, uh, she can I, I think, fill, she can fill up the tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Generate light is a base. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I agree with. Just, just wanted to be clear there. And presumably, the Night Watchers, Bondsmith, gives light, light, life, light. Right. Yeah. Why would the siblings, Bondsmith, need to fuel the tower when the sibling can do it themselves? I don't think it's like a a matter of need. It's just like that's how it works. Like that's useless. (laughs) Somehow, (laughs) sometimes that's. How reality works. I'll, I'll Unless... need to make a note of that for our sibling and Eurotheru episode <laughs> yeah. that will it's be like... less near in the future, but still hopefully 2022. Yeah, it's like, why are there aluminum and gnats? Like, they're useless. <laughs> <laughs> like, logical consequences that are useless. Yeah. Don't be mean to the gnats. They're people too. <laughs> hey, they're, yes, they're perfectly they good hemallergic spikes. They're perfectly good hemallergic spikes. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. I love this one. So uh, we don't know who it comes from, but it says a spirit web is composed of a bunch of chunks that are added based on certain circumstances. Could you manipulate spirit web patterns out of raw investiture in such a way that instead of cutting something from someone and grafting it onto someone else, actually manufacture the chunk desired from investiture and put it on the other person. Uh, and Brandon says that, yes, uh, you can. They don't know how, but you could. Synthetic meat, synthetic souls, possible. I mean, 
at like a high level, isn't Lenrune and preservation creating souls kind of this? So like, I mean, granted, yes. this would be on a much lower power level, but yeah. like, isn't that essentially how you would create souls as a shard? So like, that makes sense. Uh, I don't know yeah. how you do it with like standard magics. But. Well, it's like we I think we have a piece of that puzzle because we know that if you have like gold furukami or some other healing, like you can heal spiritual damage from hemology. Like so like like if you're an alamancer and a gold furukamist and your alamancy gets spiked out, you can tap gold and fill in that section of spirit web with like yes. an infusion That's of right. investiture. Yes. 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 That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's very similar to that, but more neutral, more Mm-hmm. Transferable, right? Unkeyed. Un- oh no! It's pure unkeyed door. By the way, pure unkeyed door is what Brandon said. It's, it's, it's exactly that. That wasn't paraphrased. That was that was written down correctly. So that we yeah. didn't need to correct. Oh, and by the way, I think I went through every wob that was paraphrased, and I clicked on the link to see if they changed, and uh, most of them didn't matter. So. We don't yeah. need to correct the the paraphrased reports we had were very yeah. close to the actual phrasing. So like yeah. we didn't misinterpret anything. We didn't miss anything. Spectral Lamina was, did fantastic job uh, taking notes during that. Uh, but yeah, I think I think this is exactly like comparing synthetic souls to synthetic meat is like exactly what's happening. Like you were growing a piece of soul. Like you were growing a piece of like organ in a in a or another piece of organ, but an organ in a lab and then you were stapling it onto someone else. Yeah, I could see like high level applications of the search of progression might be able to do because that like growing stuff, like it makes a certain amount of thematic sense to me. Yeah. We've got Mail Me who asks We know that any person can burn Larassium. Are there other god metals that any person can burn? Brandon says, yes. Atium. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Maybe. You, you can go back to our Atium podcast. Hey, there you go. Yep. Uh, I mean, I like I this. Yeah. I like that. That's that's good. As we kind of talked about in that episode, uh, what God Metals actually do, totally arbitrary. So, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's good to it know. Is, it is worth, I think, for all of us to remember that even though there are certain patterns and certain rules that we seem to see in in the way god metals work, we have very few data points. Sample size is very low. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of these things could be coincidences, could be uh, like misinterpretations, could be like either on our part or on the part of people in the world who are yeah. like through whose eyes we are observing these effects. So, yeah, worth keeping a more open mind to things that may or may not be retcons in the future. Yep. Cool. And so, uh, last up, Left I'm Born asked, is Vax a good place to get vaccines? And Brandon laughs and says, the place where Vax would be is not at a place where vaccines have been developed. Note, this is paraphrased. Uh, that wasn't in the audio, so it must have been asked some other point at the Minicon. Uh, 
maybe mm-hmm. left Einborn's question during a signing or something. I don't know. I think he said that he asked that one when he was playing Magic the Gathering with, with yeah, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. okay. So oh, it's, it's definitely not okay. in the audio. It's definitely not. I looked at all okay. the snippets. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say public Q&A, but that was... No, no, no. That was on, yeah, yeah. on YouTube, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that Left I'm Born has been uh, wanting to ask this for, like, every single spoiler stream. Like, it, love it. Um, I don't think we should nitpick whether Vax is a place or not. I think Brandon's trying to be vague as per usual with Vax. Yeah. The, the place that calls itself Vax... <laughs> That's a that's good old uh, town. Uh, that's things. a deep cut. The the, the man who called himself town. Maybe we should do a, a just like a history video of just how weird that time in the fandom was. Yeah. Yeah. So I people, I got touched on a lot of these things during like yeah. those mm-hmm. those couple of videos where we talked about old theories and yeah our yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that was a great shark episode by the way. Lots of fun. But yeah, no, no, no vaccines there uh, uh, over on Vax. Nice. So now we're actually definitely done with the Minicon. Uh, we we got the the videos that that came out. There were readings from the Lost Metal that now have been posted, and you can expect a Lost previews soon uh talking about those yeah i fell sick uh but maybe by the time this is out we'll have recorded it it's uh, sometime this month we're we're gonna get an episode about it but uh time is fake time is fake it doesn't matter in the spiritual realm so yeah so i think we gotta go on to who's that cosmere character This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Ta. Welcome to Who's That Cosmere Character, the game show where you send five clues and a character to WTCC at 17char.com. We read these clues aloud and these guys have a chance to guess Who's That Cosmere Character? All right. Okay, we're 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 in 2021. I mean, we're we we randomly pick these not not randomly, but mm-hmm. so they're they're not in order. We we get so many of them that we can't read all of them. So I my apologies. This one is from David Herman, and clue one: this character is really old. Frost. Phil. Nope, and no. Did you say Phil? I said Phil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Coulson? No, he's dead. Maybe. <laughs> no, he's not. He came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hades magical place. Is Agents of Seal Shield still MCU canon though? It's not. No, it, they officially. I also feel like he he got killed off and came back as a robot. I I, I stopped watching at a certain point, and that happened uh, after I stopped watching. No, 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 no. He was not a robot. Robots like rebooted his brain and replaced his memories with him being in like. Okay, convoluted in- stuff so that the show can happen. No, no, That's- like, th- this was after that. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, oh. no, he, he oh, died and came back as a robot, like, oh. in, like, one of, like, the second or last season. Like, oh, my God. Like, Amazing. I did uh, not watch did that season, like so I don't this. know the details. Okay. I love it. Uh, if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., explain it in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. My guess is devotion. Ooh, it's not devotion. Clue to this character is a collector. Axes? 
Just it's go not for axes. it. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, yeah it's I, the one I didn't want to guess. It's just the yeah. hanging Got it for you. Yes. A collector. And also really old. Uh, Wendell? No, it's not Wendell. Odium? Because he's <laughs> been collecting some kills? No, it's not Odium. Ventricule. Clue three, this character has sex through the course of their books. Off screen, of course. Hoid. It's not Hoid. <laughs> okay. Okay, I have two guesses now. Okay. Well, I was gonna go one character, but I think I'm gonna go Wayne. It's not Wayne. Not really old. He's old to me. <laughs> I, that's yeah. Like at her age, everybody's old. That's right. To be honest, I, I I had forgotten that clue, but I'm just gonna play it off. Like no, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. old. Look, your he's guesses old. don't need to match all the clues. It's just the character. Definitely it's old. like Vin saying Kelsier was positively ancient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he was. He and Wayne are like both in their thirties. Thirties. Yeah, yeah. Kelsier and Wayne are. Close to the same. That's a weird that's thought. A weird, that is a weird thought. That's a well, weird I mean, thought. Kelsier came back, so he's much older. Oh, yeah, but yeah. like when the they time. were alive. Yeah. Even even if one of them acts a third of his age. <laughs> yeah. Susabron. It's not Susabron. I like the guess, though. What do you think he collects? Breast. breast. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very extensive breath collection. You, you're not wrong. Technically, you're not wrong. Clue four, this character enjoys violence. Definitely not the other character I was thinking <laughs> of. Also definitely not Hoid, although... Well, I mean, enjoys violence. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's a, that's a fair point. Seen. Yeah. He, he, he just can't do it, but he, he, he does enjoy it. Those are different like, things. He seemed really gleeful when he, like, he, he did. just he did. kick Kelsey's ass. Yeah. Enjoys violence, yes. old, yes. has sex, yes, collector. Is a collector. Yeah. Uh huh. Sex is the weird one there. The Brandon character. It's not Kaiyan. Nice. Because he has kids, I'm assuming yeah, I mean, stuff <laughs> happened. Not, not, but is that through the course of the books? <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that should, that, like, the sex one should really limit things. <laughs> In Brandon's books, yeah. <laughs> It really should. One of the five characters. <laughs> I am surprised you haven't guessed it already. Old. And old, yes. An old character. <laughs> Teravangian getting it on. That's not a thought I wanted in my head. <laughs> there you go. You're no. welcome. Just like Palpatine having kids. That's um, canon. They were clones. Like, I'm no, not... no, 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 no. In Rise of Skywalker. I'm not happy with this guess, but I'm going to go with Dalinar. It's not Dalinar. I do want to respond to that. Because like, I'm pretty sure like his son was like a failed clone of him. Is oh, that true? I don't, I'm pretty I don't sure. Know. I don't know. That movie is bad and I don't want to think about it. Love this one for enjoys violence, but Navani. <laughs> it's not Navani. <laughs> Old yeah. sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Clue five. This character has cross-dressed. How is it not Hoyd? <laughs> Have we yet stated? This is a new clue. I can guess. You can guess. Is it Milan. Yes. Milan. Yes, it is Milan. Yay! I, I, I'm like, I as mean... soon as you guessed Wade, I was like, oh hey. Like, oh, She's yeah, there for the, the other stabby, side. Stabby. I was yeah. I was thinking Kendra like collect bones and collect various. I like I thought of Vendel for half a second, and then it was like enjoys violence, and I'm like, surely it's not a Kendra then because they don't. Milan, yeah. on the other hand, <laughs> she likes the stabby that, stabby. That Kelasina Shores party. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, let me just stab you with my arm. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. This next one is sent by Andrew. Clue one. This character has at least a double-digit kill count. Oh, we are just starting that way. Odium. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yes. Debatable. Yeah, I mean, what what does it mean to, to kill? Uh, Vin. It's not Vin. I mean, that's, that's a good guess. Ruin. It's not ruin. Yeah, that's that's fair too. Uh, clue two. This character has a near death experience, which I know a really narrows them. it down. <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of them. <laughs> I have a brand. A lend? No, it's not a lend. And I will stick to my brand, Kelsier. It's not Kelsier. He technically he had a full death experience. <laughs> doesn't doesn't mean he also. <laughs> Is it? Is it? So this this goes back to the regicide conversation we oh. had on Shardcast a while back. Right, so right, like, right. If you kill yourself, if you have, is it regicide? If, well, if you have a full death experience, does that automatically mean you had a near death experience because you had to go? F- it was really close to near. death. It was very well, near. It yeah, was very well, near. Like you, you got to very close to death and then continued. But I feel like near death imp- experience implies like reversing directions very quickly okay, sure from death just pits. whatever doesn't matter <laughs> i have not guessed this clue no, right haven't. yeah i'm going jasna it is jasna yay katie yeah. you're rocking it on who's that when you, said, when you said you have a brand i thought you were gonna go for her <laughs> i was like oh well that's <laughs> nice nice the foiled I was like, oh, that's foiled yeah that's true mate. Foiled by foil. Um, clue three was this character's primary weapon is not the sword. Clue four. It's this character makes a triumphant return. And clue five, the fandom has an unusual fascination with this character. That is, I don't think it's I, unusual. I disagree yeah. with five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's very sensible. So now we are going to do things from the who's that cosmic character priority queue where you can get yours read out less than a year away almost assuredly uh and you can do that by supporting us on patreon at the herald tier you can see all the names of heralds at the end of episodes very cool and this one is sent by psycho oh Oh, yeah we've seen you around yeah so, Psycho, I'm changing your first clue because I, I I don't like it. Uh, so, so I'm sorry. So, clue one: this character is in multiple books. That's a sensible change from whatever it is. Yeah, Alomancer Jack. <laughs> it's not Alomancer Jack. 
also Milan. <laughs> it's not Milan. Yeah. Tensoon. Eni also has a brand. It's not Tensoon. Eni uh, has I'm a cool brand of crushing at who's that cosmic <laughs> character today. I'm cool with that brand. Yeah. Beginner's look. <laughs> She's been I've on the been show in before. I've a few of them. I think this might be the first time I've won, possibly, on here. I, I can't. I possibly? honestly can't remember. It's just a delayed onset of beginner's look. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. All right, clue two. This character has appeared in multiple realms. Naz. It's not Naz. Hoid. It's not Hoid. I'm just going to guess obscure characters. It's like... Naz is obscure? Relatively speaking, like he's not... Yeah. Okay. He's not Kaladin. <laughs> Vivenna. It's not Vivenna. Nice. Clue three, this character is invested. Very helpful. Multiple realms. Dalinar? It's not Dalinar. <laughs> I like what you're thinking, you think? though. It's good. Uh, I have committed to this line of thinking, so technically Chris is invested. Probably. She's lived a long time, but that's I not I mean, Chris. the the sky colors thing? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Katie, do you know what sky colors are? <laughs> I've definitely heard that word before. Yeah, uh, apparently they—that's that's dark side things. I don't know. Is we don't know anything. Dark side I have, magic. I have not read White Sand Prime. Yeah. Well, no one's read White Sand Prime, but White Sand Prose. Or yeah, sorry, White Sand Prose. I haven't read that. Yeah. Do you they know side, the colors of gets, the sky? Uh, they side gets sound mastery. Dark side gets. Yeah. Whatever the sky colors are. Thank you for guessing, Chris, because like she's been stuck in my brain. Same. Um <laughs> it's seen in multiple books, seen in multiple realms. Yes. And is invested. And is invested. <laughs> One of those clues is much less helpful than the others. Kelsier? It's not Kelsier. Clue four. This character has only appeared on one planet. So, like, in the books we've seen them, that's only been on a single planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nope, it's not Eshenai. Womp womp. All right, Vin. It's not Vin. Go shards. It's not Phil. All right, clue five. I again heard Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Phil! Damn it, Phil Coulson. (laughs) Clue five, a member of the Ghostbloods tried to recruit this character. Shalon? It's not Shalon. Okay. I like this one. This oh, one. Ishna. It's not Ishna. I like where you're going. This, this is going to be Era 1 character, isn't it? And the member of the Ghostbloods is going to oh. be Kelsier. Oh my gosh. What? It's amazing, actually. I love that. If that if that's what it is, I love that. Try, tried to recruit this character was the phrasing. Tried to recruit this character. Tried to recruit this character. I know who it is. I... Ooh, do you? Do you, do you want to message me? Oh, at the end? I'm not. You, you are not thinking that, are you? Can you repeat, can you repeat the clues? Yes. I have... Oh god, what did I say clue one was? Those, uh, this character is in multiple appeared books. in multiple books. Uh, multiple stories, right? Uh, okay. This character appeared in multiple realms. 
This character is invested. This uh, character has only appeared on screen in one uh, planet. And the, a member of the Ghost Bloods tried to recruit this character. Ian is correct. You, you are correct. Uh, that message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. I can't remember the name of the guy who, in secret history, Kelsier tries to talk to him, and he's, like, insane and muttering, and Kelsier tries to talk to him, and he's, he's like, in a lens army. Isn't he? He's not? Oh, oh, in Ellen's army, not the the beggar. Yeah, no. Uh, Or I think... I think he is anyway. Is that your guess? The reason you can't think of a name is because he has two names. <laughs> he oh, has one name guy. in Final yeah, Empire yeah, yeah. and one name in Bilg versus... Was Blink. that Bilg? Brill. I think it was Brill in the first <laughs> Hero of Ages. Yeah. It was Brill. Yeah. I'll guess him. Nope, but it is from Secret History. It's Laris slash Fuzz. Okay. Because Kelsier tries to make him part of the He does. He does. Yeah. He does. He does. So the, the reason I didn't like the first clue is the first clue was this character is not from a novella, which I found inherently, like, deceptive and weird. That's strange. Yeah, yeah that, that's, 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 yeah. Like, that, I, I think that's not even accurate. Like, if we see most of them in Secret History. I mean, Secret mm-hmm. History is probably a novel. It's branded as a novella, okay? It's a Brandon novella. It's a Brandon and Jancy novella. It's, it's more just like, what is from a novella beaten? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We had lots of wobs uh, and lots of lost metal hints and lots of, lots of Aether stuff. I mean, we don't yeah, really we know a lot about Aethers, but uh, we got a lot of that here. But now we know twice as much. Yes. So we'll be back next week for the last bit of these wobs. Uh, and so we'll see you on 70jar.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. You can come on Discord and chat. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, and you can support us on Patreon and uh, on SoundCloud. Did I say that already? I don't know. It, Whatever. It Whatever. Uh, bye. (laughs) Bye. Have a nice day. Caw.